There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Sometimes things are tough, but if you got your family, it's enough. Making lots of friends along the way, especially in the great taste gang. We've got your latest food news and scores from the Cardinals and the Blues. Nikki's part of the crew and Greg Warren too. SeaWorld and Brando. You know, it was a good party and weekend when you tune in on Monday morning and not everybody's there. I mean, <laughs> we really did it. We good, did it right. Good for us for being here. Wait, that's right. You got Brando and you got Tim. I mean, I don't think it's a huge surprise, especially if you were at Laughs of the Lincoln, uh, that Courtney is not coming in today. Yeah. Not feeling great. She basically had no voice on Saturday night and still showed up and partied it up, stayed Stayed out as late as everybody else. She did. She was still, I mean, we all kind of left around the same time, but she was still there. Yeah, I mean, that she made it to the event was crazy. That she made it to the end of the event was crazy. Then you better believe she was at Copper Fire. She's partying it up. And then you better believe she was at Benny's. (laughs) But she was walking out with, you know, just stragglers by the end of the evening. And I, I remember I kept saying, go home. You could just go home, go home, go home. But she didn't. She she stuck it out, and then she's not here today, which I think is, is completely acceptable. I, there's no way she has any sort of a voice. Yeah, I know. Because she had no voice on Saturday and then was just shouting as loudly as she could with Her, no voice. It sort of improved. When she showed up, she could not talk, and then by the end of the night, she could kind of make some noise. She credited the Mick Ultra. Mick Ultra, yeah. It's a, it's a good vocal assist. I, apparently it is. A lot of people do the honey, you know, water, warm with lemon or something. No, it's ice cold Mick Ultra. But at least seven of them, I think, yeah. oh. is what it, what it takes. That's the magic number. Uh, but, man, <laughs> it was uh, what a what a great night. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I am, I am exhausted still yeah. from it, just from the stress of going in. I don't know if you, you know, if you've seen the any video or anything, but people posting pictures at the end of the night. We Tim put a whole band together for us to perform the uh, R O C K and the Six One Eight song, which I had done on the air. I don't. Know, year or so ago. But Brando wrote an extended version. Yes. So there were some extra lyrics that I forgot. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I sang most of them but didn't get through all of them. So it was not... I'm still like angry at myself over that, but 
Are you really? Yes. No, you're a total rock star. I've watched, I've watched a bunch of video. Uh, and we're going to be posting stuff today and throughout the week. Uh, yeah, you crushed it. It was awesome. Yeah, Joey was there, our video buddy, yeah. and getting lots of video. And he had he had some help, too. So I'm excited to see what he captured. Yes. Because I saw something on Instagram that I was tagged in from, like, backstage, which may... I don't know if it's in my... I don't know how the story's always working. Okay. Maybe in my story it might not be. Okay. Um, but it's just a little snip. Got it. So that was cool to look at. Oh, yeah. That was from Kevin, who played drums, I think. Okay. Okay. I, I was like, I don't know how he would have done that yes. because he was playing the drums. Yes. But maybe somebody had his phone. He got a guy. But, yeah, there's, there'll be there'll be a lot of good stuff. But, yeah, if, if you missed it, the show, the uh, evening started off with the Courtney show up there, but Courtney couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. Chris attempted to talk for her. Which was funny. Which was funny. We had a good <laughs> time up there. Uh, <laughs> then Granite City's own Nicholas Kuvar came up and crushed. Yeah. Did a great like job. Him. My favorite part, uh, if you if you did miss it, Nicholas, who was our opening comic, uh, is blind. He can't see, which he talks about a lot in his act. And mm-hmm. he showed up at the show, you know, a little bit before the show started, and he came down to the green room with us, and we're like, oh, we're so excited you're here. And he goes, I'm told there's an orchestra pit, <laughs> which for him is very dangerous, <laughs> not being able to see. So he asked me all these questions about exactly how many steps away the microphone would be from the orchestra. Because that would not have been a, a... And there was one spot within it, because I looked down from the stage, I'm like, where does this go? It was like a hole. Yeah. And didn't a, realize down in the green room, you could like access because the orchestra. That theater's been there for a hundred years, and somebody was telling me it's a trapdoor for uh, magicians. Oh my God. It was so cool. I was like, this is a really neat yeah. little feature. Yeah. But it's also terrifying when you're on the stage to look down and be like, I think I'll fall into hell. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that whole place is awesome. So Nicholas did, did not fall into the orchestra pit. Had a great set. Uh, then Greg Warren came up. Greg, I mean, we got a full hour of Greg. I think people saw, you know, how we always speak about him with such, in such awe of how good he is. And I think mm-hmm. people got to experience that, which was great. And then, uh, and then the songs. We wanted to surprise everybody with the band, which meant keeping all the equipment off stage. <laughs> How long were you and I up there? So Greg finished, then Brando and I were supposed to go up there and kill what was supposed to be three minutes. Yeah. And it, it went quick. We had fun. But somebody told me afterwards it was quite a bit longer. Than, oh, I, it felt like 10 minutes. Somebody said it was 15, which there, I don't, I don't think, think it, it was 15. 15, but it felt like a solid 10. Until we got the band ready, then we got the band ready. And, and yeah, we did the Finally Friday song and... I mean, I think everyone had fun. I, I don't know that anyone had as much fun as, as we did. Uh, yes. I mean, I, I, we, we didn't talk about it leading up, but I bought that guitar just for the show. You, just for that? Well, in part, I was like, man, I'm going to play guitar at this thing. So we like whatever, because originally Chris was going to play bass, but then he was leaving town so much. And I was like, oh, I'm calling Tom. I'm calling Ke-. Like we put it together because I was like, there's no way. an all-star band. There's no way I'm not playing guitar at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, man, you were awesome. Everybody was awesome. Marty, our boss. I mean, he I had knew the it, guitar solo, which was fantastic. I knew he played guitar, but like he plays guitar, man. It was it was awesome. And then the, I mean, the best part, I guess we can say because it's it's done now. But there's in the song R O C K in the six one eight six one eight or U S A. Yeah, there's a flute solo yeah. in the middle, and that's when Greg came out and and played the flute solo on his clarinet. And it was, I was saying even beforehand, I was like, my only, the only thing I'm not looking forward to tonight is I wish I was in the audience to experience Greg Warren having just done the, you know, his famous flute man bit yeah. where he talks about growing up playing the clarinet. 
<laughs> rushing the stage with all the confidence of Mick Jagger, hitting that microphone. And he had a silly hat and sunglasses on. <laughs> and when it got to that solo, he just ripped that solo. And it was, God, it was so funny. It's like one of my favorite moments of, of this whole show. It's one of my favorite having him come out. onstage moments I've ever had in my entire life. It was... <laughs> It was so funny. Yeah, we'll be posting videos. Make sure you're following us on, the, the, at the very least, Facebook or Instagram. Make sure you're following us because there's going to be a lot of good stuff uh, from Laughs at the Lincoln. So whether you were there or not, there's there's plenty to enjoy that we'll, uh, that we'll be discussing. It was awesome. I can't wait to talk about it with Courtney, too, and just hear oh, yeah, know, no kidding. her, her stuff. side of it. And then you had a busy weekend, too. Uh, TC3's birthday party. It feels like it was a year ago. That yeah. was Saturday, right? Birthday party was, well, yeah, it was Saturday. How so did you do all of that in one day? I don't know. None of this compares to, like, a, a Ludo weekend and how intense all that is. So well, this I don't is, know. It seemed pretty intense. Pretty, pretty all right. But, yeah, his, his party was great. He had the best time. Uh, cousins, friends, whatever, people were over. Did people uh, love the Emma-themed party? Yes. It was, I didn't get to deliver as much. My whole vision wasn't executed. However, uh, Kathy made a fantastic cake that had it. So Emma was on the cake, which basically led to me just answering a bunch of questions about why Emma was on the cake. I'm like, it's, it's Timothy's favorite it's thing. favorite thing. Yeah, because we were like, what are his favorite things? What should the theme be? And I'm like, his favorite thing is his mom, and that should be the theme. So she was she was on the cake, which was funny. Cake was delicious. And uh, yeah, that party, was, uh, that party was great. Friday night, we did a little thing for my birthday over at my folks, which was mm-hmm. super fun. So yeah, it was just uh, it was a, a great weekend. Lots of family. current Convy, Chris and my brother came into town, uh, which was which was fun, and it was great. And then Emma's parents were on Friday night and for the party on Saturday. So yeah, it was it was we we had a really great time. That's awesome. Well, you were you were almost solo this morning. Like, is that right? I'm I'm fine. Everything's fine. But as you know, when I get up, it's dark in the house. And I'm sure you do the same thing. You try to turn on the least amount of lights mm-hmm. as you possibly can. And so I was heading down the stairs. I've got all the lights off, and I usually, like, flip open my, like, turn on my phone just to kind of glance down at the steps because the kids leave toys and things all over the place. And so I kind of did, and I was like, I I don't see anything. I started going down the stairs, and I don't know if you have, I don't know if this is something that develops as a dad or if I've always had it and I just didn't realize it, but you get this kind of a, you kind of get like a sixth sense with your stepping Mm -hmm. because there's Legos and there's things, Mm -hmm. and so... Like, as I start to, if I would start to step onto something, I usually can pull back Mm -hmm. before I step on it. And so I'm starting to step down the stairs, and my foot starts to sink into something furry. And I realize, dear God, I'm about to step on a cat. Oh. Like, mid-section of the cat. And I pull back quickly and, like, lose my balance a little bit. But did not fall. It was the top step. I would have tumbled all the way down the stairs. There would have been a loud, screeching cat. It would have been awful, but and more than that, yeah, just the all your weight coming down. Oh, oh, it would have been. I don't even know because it, it's um, Rosie's just dark, dark gray. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't see her at all, mm-hmm. and it was I was that close. To oh, just I'm really glad. Broken shoulder or whatever coming down the stairs. But I'm glad that didn't. Today. I'm glad that didn't happen for a, for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. So Brando's here. I'm here. We got a lot of good stuff happening. Holy today. cow, we have a lot of things. So today's the first day of spring broke. So we're giving you things. I don't even know how long this goes. I think it's a few weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like three weeks, something like that. It's it's a long amount of time. So every day we're giving away money and prizes and all sorts of things. Um, And it's kind of a cool idea. It's kind of a, 
let's make a deal style. Mm-hmm. So we have three envelopes every day. One of them has money in it. One of them has uh, t- concert tickets. And one of them has uh, like a like a swag bag, basically. It's mm-hmm. got a prize pack of something. And so we don't know what's in the envelopes. You pick whatever envelope you want, and that's your prize. And then you find out what you could have had also. I'm realizing that I was confused on how this works, but it's this, this is the execution. What you just well, said today's is very, very day. clear, and so I get it now. It could change. And I'm excited. And I think we have to do it like let's make a deal style. So, you know, it's like if they're like, oh, I want envelope three. But like, okay, well, here's what you could have had. Yeah, oh, and we then open, we do open number one, oh, and then we'll open number two, and then we'll tell them what they actually want. Oh, is just, that more fun? That's just good radio. That's going to be great. I think and we the, should put it on Instagram Live, too. Okay, yeah. we can do that. So that's coming up today. Plus, we've got other tickets. Uh, Brian Adams tickets. He's going to be the Enterprise Center. We'll give those away for uh, Throwback Live. And then uh, first five notes the prize. Shania Twain uh, coming to um, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Man, that's going to be great. Yeah, so lots of things to do today. Courtney out today. I think, fingers crossed, Alex may swing by later on uh, this morning just to kind of Break up the old boy vibe. I'd love it. <laughs> a little bit. We'll see how her morning goes. And we want to hear uh, from you guys, too. Tell, you know, if you were if you were at the show, we want to hear your favorite part or any anything like that. So fun, we should say, meeting so many of you guys. Oh so we did gosh. the little VIP hang at first, and we we hung out a bunch. After a copper fire, we were rocking with people. You so many people I'd never met before, which is really cool. I agree. And it's such a different, we're so lucky we get to meet people at the donuts things, but this was such a different vibe. We were all out together, you know, uh, you know not starting our day, but out together and man it was it was it was really really fun so text us too we want to hear from you guys cheney window and door text line is open all day long 314-669-4665 oh hey this is tom from salt and smoke visit our website which is called saltandsmokebarbecue.com and figure out how to ship people food through the mail or host a party and let us cater it just do it it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fine i promise Warm weather means homework for homeowners. And if your homework means a new deck, then turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, Trex, Envision, Azek, and decorators to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Stop by and see Hackman's expanded paint department, too, with brushes, rollers, painter's tape, and four different lines of interior and exterior paint. Custom color match available. Visit Hackman Lumber's newly remodeled stores in St. Peter's and Pacific, or their showroom in Troy, Missouri. Hackman Lumber. Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, Kevin Bozeman is headlining Westport and Jamie Lisso is at Streets of St. Charles. Well, recently, Dilbert creator Scott Adams called black people a, quote, hate group and urged white people to, quote, get the hell away from them. Wow. So it's probably has something to do with why several publishers have decided to drop his comic strip, Dilbert. Um, so we'll see what else happens from that. He was apparently, so I did some digging because I'm like, well, you know, things get taken out of context. I, let's see what he's talking about here. I don't know. So he was referencing a poll that asked if people agreed 
with the statement, uh, it's okay to be white. So, and that broke it down by like demographics and everything, how they responded. And 26% of black people disagreed with that statement. And he said, quote, if nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people, that's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. Well, it's 26%. So that's, Yeah, I was going to say. It's not, he's not wrong half. on a few. <laughs> but he's talked about it again over the weekend. Like, I'm probably going to lose all my comic strips. You know, the papers are going to be publishing me. So he's aware that he's... He's got some explaining to do, so I will see. I don't know what's going to happen, but what a bananas! Thing like to this say. is quick response so far on, on the uh, Dilbert stuff. So I mean, and listen, how many of these places are like, oh, it'll be really tough to lose Dilbert. I don't know a lot about Dilbert. I can picture him, but like, is that is are are people like, Ugh, well, what he said was bad, but oh, he's the Dilbert guy. I mean, Aren't they all just like, see ya, buddy? I'm not. I don't get into comic strips. I mean, there was a time well, I was all in one. on Garfield. Yeah. But you know, I, Dilbert, I just I don't know anything about it. Like, yeah. So maybe maybe there's like a rabid fan base that's gonna rally around him. I don't really know. And to say something as outrageous as that and get away with it, you'd have to have created the greatest comic book strip of all time. Yeah. And we know that Jim Davis did that right years ago. <laughs> he can say whatever he wants. <laughs> walks on water for some of us. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. It's going to be a huge story for uh, for a while here. King Charles's coronation party might not be much of a party, so he can't seem to get anybody to perform. So far, they've booked Lionel Richie, which is great. Yeah. Uh, former British boy band Take That. That's a big one. Minus Robbie Williams. Oh, not as big. <laughs> not as big. Uh, and somebody named Ali Murs. I think he was on... One of those shows. Uh, like in 2009. They, I thought they had Sheeran for a minute. No. So he's been turned down by Elton John, the Spice Girls, Harry Styles, Ed Sheeran, and Adele. Yeah. Now they're all saying like, oh, scheduling conflicts. So I, you know, that's part the of why Spice I think. Spice Girls? Yeah, the Spice Girls. What are they doing? Uh, Yeah, it's a whole new thing, man. Everybody's sort of, we'll see how much longer this whole royal family thing lasts. But this is a, you think they're all, do you think they're making this up? Like the scheduling conflict and stuff. Like, don't you think when the king is like, I would like you to perform, you're like, the king wants me to perform. I have to go perform. I don't know because they're they're English. It's a whole other thing. But it seems to me that a lot of this stuff has kind of lost its luster. And that the queen, like the reason it's it, it, it maintained for so long is because it was in fact one person. So there's a certain amount of reverence, you know, 99% of the population being younger than her. 99% of the population having her be the only queen. There's a certain right. amount of reverence that people don't feel anymore. Because Charles is, you know, we've Do all people seen. people still not like him over there? I, I don't really know. Because that was the thing for a long time. They're like, she's never going to give up the throne because nobody, the English don't like Prince Charles. Right. I think it's because they've seen all his ups and downs. And, yeah. and you know, this really, he's not this infallible thing. And we're just seeing in general, certainly the Harry and Meghan stuff, you're just seeing some of the cracks in this whole royal family thing and, and just the lack of purpose that they really serve. And I think a lot of... These entertainers who have these enormous fan bases all over the world are like, I mean, it's not the best look, you know. Yeah, or maybe they weird. personally are just like, yeah, I'm over this stuff. Except for Lionel Richie, he's like, I'm going all night long. Yeah. I got a free trip to London. Yeah, right. You party it up. You can record a song with Gene Simmons at Abbey Road, but it'll cost you. So you'll get the recording uh, items from his personal Kiss collection, whatever that means. 
uh, his autograph on two of your personal items. So he'll sign two things for you. And you can get some uh, pictures and videos with him. All for the low, low price of $5,995. You can bring a guest, though, which is nice. I would do that. If you're a big Gene Simmons fan. I would do that maybe with somebody other than Gene Simmons. Too much money, yeah. You can still get unaltered versions of Rolled Dolls books. I think we mentioned that's probably what they'll do, which is exactly what they're going to do. They're still going to release classic versions that don't include any of the revisions. So you get either either or, if you'd like. The SAG Awards were last night. Jennifer Coolidge was named Best Actress in a Drama Series for The White Lotus. Uh, Jason Bateman won Best Actor in a Drama Series for Ozark. Uh, Gene Smart won Best Actress in a Comedy Series for Hacks. She, of course, wasn't there. We just had the story the other day that she's had some sort of cardiac issue or yeah. something. Um, so her co-star, Christopher McDonald, accepted on her behalf. She is recovering. You can get that full list of winners on the blog in a little bit today. It's a little busy in here with Courtney's not around. Ant-Man 3 won the box office over the weekend, but not by a lot. It made $32.2 million, which was a 70% drop from its opening weekend. A lot of the blame going on Cocaine Bear. Oh, sure. Yeah, pulled in $23.1 million this weekend. Paris Hilton recently had a baby boy. And then put it all up its nose. That's yeah, the problem. That's the problem with that bear. <laughs> Just can't get it right. Can't get out of his own way, that bear. I know. He's it's got, a little, you get a win and then pff, throw it all away. Blows it, literally. Yeah. Paris Hilton, you know, had a baby boy recently. Named him, what, Scottsdale or something? Uh, Phoenix. Uh, but uh, there could be more babies on the way. She said she and her husband have 20 frozen embryos and they're all boys. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like it's destiny for them to have nothing but boys. Wow. Uh, however, she said they're going to keep trying because they really want a girl too. So, twenty boys in the can, no girls yet. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Hugh Jackman says all the screaming and yelling and growling and stuff he did as Wolverine has permanently damaged his voice. And he's a singer, right? He likes to do oh, singing stuff, big time. Yeah, he said, "quote My falsetto is not as strong as it used to be, and that I directly and that I directly put down." To some of the growling and yelling from the Wolverine movies. That could be. It also goes as you age. Possibly too. But he's not yeah. gonna admit that. He's gonna be, oh no, it's playing Wolverine. Right. And, and not I because mean, I'm getting older. That'll affect it too. Yeah. yeah it will. Jamie Lee Curtis says there will be a freaky Friday sequel. Nothing is official yet. She's kind of got some juice right now. She's a big deal right now. Yeah. So if she wants to do that movie, I think they'll do it. With Lady Lohan? I why not? I think they're still friends. Remember, they text each other all the yeah. time. We've had that story. So and I would Lohan's assume. like kind of, I mean, she had that Christmas movie on Netflix that seemed like it did fine. I mean, she's still good. She's like, I would say she's insurable again. Because yeah, right. that was the issue. Remember, like, yeah. like you can't know, you can't get any movies made yeah. because nobody will back you as being one of the stars. That would be fun. I hope, I hope that works out. I've never uh, seen the first one. I haven't either. I think I have an idea of how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga is being you haven't seen sued. It, but you've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. I haven't seen it, seen it, but I've seen it. We all seen it. Yeah. Like the, there's like 15 different Yeah, Dudley things. Moore, yeah. Kirk Cameron, Fred Savage. Judge Reinhold one. one. Yeah, Fred uh, Savage, like yeah. One. Uh, Lady Gaga is being sued by the dog thief accomplice who returned her two dogs. So she says she never received the $500 reward. Well, why would you get a reward if you were the one, one of the people that stole the dog? Right. Well, it was advertised as a no questions asked reward. Okay. So should this person get the money? I, what, if I'm Lady Gaga and it's 500 bucks, I'm just, yeah. 500,000. 
Oh. I was like, what is 500 she, bucks, yeah. What's her deal? Please sue it over that. Uh, Remember that, like, the guy got shot over that whole thing. Yeah. The accomplice? So what did the accomplice do? This wasn't the main... This, well, this was the assumed from the beginning, like, well, whoever turned in the dogs obviously was part of it. Right. So oh. maybe didn't do the shooting, but, like, was a part of it. That's a tough one. No questions asked. Yeah, Five hundred thousand dollars. Say that. I don't know what I would be. I don't know what a lawyer would say. But I but know. I assume Lady Gaga's like that's her stance is that no you yeah, did I'm it. Yeah, not paying this lady. Yeah, that because that's that's an absurd amount of money. Yeah, I don't need to tell you that. That would change somebody's it's life. One of those dogs for a crime. Oh, that's terrible. John Wick Four will hit theaters next month. I think it's March twenty fourth supposed to come up. So somebody decided to list off all the injuries John has sustained during the John Wick one through three. Movies, they're kind of funny. Um, let's see, he's at the top five here. He's been choked six times, stabbed six times, shot in a bulletproof vest or suit twelve times, thrown through glass, which is pretty standard, mm-hmm. you know, action movie fourteen times, and knocked to the floor. It's kind of generic, fourteen times as well. So wow. mainly, he's getting thrown through glass and knocked to the floor. Pretty rare that he gets. Uh, Hit with a metal pipe. That's only happened twice. Oh, lucky. Or hit with a, just a flying object two times. That's yeah. already happened. Are you, a, are you a fan? Are you a Wickman? Will you see that? I've seen the first and really liked it. I don't think I've ever seen the other ones, and I don't have a good excuse. Yeah. I just I like the first one. I just haven't... I don't always love action movies. Yeah. these. Are, I, I'm a fan. I'm going to be like in the mood for it, whatever reason. And your country quick hit for the day. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Allen posted a message on Twitter saying, quote... I came to you in 2007 chasing this music dream. Thank you for the memories. It's time to move on now, but I'll be back to visit for sure. Everybody saw it and went, he's retiring. Something with American Idol, maybe? No, he's moving to Florida. <laughs> Nobody knows why. He was so cryptic about it, but... Uh. I found it to be funny. Uh, I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Best thing I saw yesterday. All right, I got a couple things. There's one thing I I would categorize as worst thing I saw over the weekend uh, was the uh, Ivan Barbashev getting traded to the I mean, Vegas Golden Knights. Crazy. I mean, I understand. Even though I understand what they're doing and they got a player back who was like a first-round draft pick, I think, the year before, which could end up being a good trade for the Blues. It It is... It's very difficult to watch. Yeah. They're... Right. Because it's all... You want You want some hint of that team that won the Cup to be kind of around. Yeah. You know? This really bummed me out, but... Um, let's, let's see. What else do I have? Do, 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 do. Oh, and good thing. Uh, St. Louis SC. St. Louis City SC wins over the weekend. Their first game. Not in town. Right. But it's their first game ever in Austin they won. So that was good. Really good. Good stuff. Yes. This made me laugh. So I don't know what happened at the Cardinal game over the weekend, but uh, Marmol didn't shake hands with an umpire. Yes. And it's so like it's a big story. I I think the umpire didn't shake hands with him. Or, Or yeah. There was an incident last year. I think Ollie blew up at this guy. It was that C.B. Buckner. Yes. And C.B. refused to shake his hand at, yeah, this, he said, at this spring training game. You're right. That's exactly what happened. And then I also understand that the <clears throat> other umpires apologized for him 
Really? And said, yeah, including Angel Hernandez, who's like a notorious, oh, he's, he's a bad umpire he's and he's kind of, yeah. But they were all embarrassed <laughs> that this guy wouldn't do that. I mean, what kind of ego do you have as an umpire to do that for the a manager? And also to spring training game? Right. I mean, you get in arguments and fights with other players and other teams, but at some point you're just like, all right, well, that was that day, and now it's another day. Especially umpires and managers. If you, like, you can't hold a, too much of a grudge because you're constantly kind of at each other. Right. But anyway, so, and I saw the Buster only had posted that, like, MLB's reviewing it, so I don't know what the MLB was going to do about it, but <laughs> this made me laugh. Katie Wu was with the Cardinals. She said uh, for yesterday's game, she reported Ollie Marmel went four for four on handshakes with the umpires to, before today's game. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, and I'll do one more. Um, this uh, this Jay, uh, who's a lady, J-A-Y-E, she said a friend's daughter hated learning how to drive. My friend was so worried that the first time she sorry, worried about the first time she would drive on her own. When her daughter got home, she asked her how it went. She said, quote, uh, great. It turns out I just hate driving with you. <laughs> that felt like, that's oh, that's good. Aaron. Yeah, you know, I can't. He always hated driving. Like, he seems to like it now. Yep. He just didn't want to drive with us. Yep. I think a lot of people can <laughs> identify with that. Man, I've accumulated so many things over the weekend from the birthday party and certainly the show and stuff. But uh, one of my favorites is on Friday. So one of my best friends is Kevin Mano. He lives down in in, in Nashville, and he's a, he's a he's a radio guy. We've known each other a long time. Mm-hmm. We have this bit we do on each other's birthdays where we're like, uh, "All right, man, this year I just I got you a few little things, and a lot of really big things." And the joke has kind of expanded over the years of like, uh, <laughs> "All right, there'll be a there'll be an aircraft carrier pulling up with all your presents," and you know that's kind of what we do. So he had texted me on. Friday about other stuff and had clearly forgotten that it was my birthday. So mm-hmm. I said, uh, I'll read you the text exchange. I said, hey, man, also, it's 9 p.m. No trucks or helicopters yet. <laughs> I'm happy to wait, but you, do you know ballpark what time my presents are showing up? <laughs> and he said, why do you think I want to... Oh, we were planning... Sorry, I should start with this. We were, plan- we're planning to have lunch in Paducah, Kentucky. It's kind of between here and Nashville. So we've been, oh, okay. we're, like, we're like, one day we're just going to go have lunch in Paducah. We're throwing out dates. That's what he had texted about. And I said, hey, man, you know, the stuff isn't here for my birthday. Mm-hmm. He said, why do you think I want to get to that lunch so badly? These are the type of gifts you really need to see in daylight, and I really want to be there to see your face. <laughs> he said, and happy birthday. I said, I should have known, but do you think Paducah has enough infrastructure for something so big? <laughs> and he said, I bought you Paducah. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> and I said, you shouldn't have. And then he sent a screenshot of the Wikipedia for Paducah, Kentucky, which reads... Paducah is a home rule class city in the county seat of McCracken County, Kentucky, United States. Tim Convey owns it, the largest city in Jackson Purchase Reads. <laughs> so then I went to the Wikipedia and he had in fact changed it, <laughs> changed it. to say that I owned Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is wonderful. Yeah, so we'll uh <laughs> We'll post that. I'll go. I'll go. I wonder if it's still up on the Wikipedia. <laughs> no, I checked it. I checked it the next day and it was gone. Somebody flagged it. And I had, yeah. These jokesters. Yeah, exactly. But I will post <laughs> that Paducah one. And then I'll also post the, uh, I don't think you've seen it yet either, the birthday cake. Oh, wow. <laughs> With Emma. That's great. Timothy's favorite thing. I so love it. Those are the best things we saw <laughs> on the internet. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. And oh, hey. Barbecue. Look, I'll shoot you straight. Times are tough. Our daubers are down. 
could you maybe help a guy out and buy a sandwich or maybe throw a party for your neighbors and let us cater it? Really, we'll take whatever we can get. Please. Salt and smoke. Courtney's great. You're great. Tim's great. Chris is weird. Anyway, get some barbecue at Salt and Smoke. The Courtney Show. Oh, yeah. So many texts from you guys. I mean, we've gotten a lot this morning that we will get to, uh, but a lot over the weekend, which we appreciate, especially from people. Got to be a lot of after dark stuff. Who attended Saturday the show. night? A lot of after dark mm-hmm. stuff. You can text us anytime, of course. The Cheney Window and Door text line 314 669 4665. We want to hear from you, especially if you made it to Saturday night's Laughs at the Lincoln show. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a text from 618. Had an absolute blast tonight. The comedy was great, and the Courtney band. Even better. Rocking the 618. Uh, Ellen texted and said, "Ah, this is funny, and I'm sure a lot of people are right there with Ellen. Are you really a Courtney Show fan if you don't stalk Nikki Glaser's Instagram stories to see if she's in STL or onto her next tour city to find out if she also might be at Laughs at the Lincoln? (laughs) Nikki was on the road this weekend. Yeah, I stalked her, I think, earlier in the week. Because she posted something about dates. I was like, oh, I wonder if she's going to be around. I'm like, no. No, yeah. Done. Weekends are, yeah. She was, uh, she I was assumed. Gone. But Chris came Chris came back in. Yeah. For it. Yeah. He's gone. He took off last night. I got some pickleball in with Chris, though, which was Oh, fun. really? Yeah. And speaking of pickleball, multiple texts, Brando, probably four or five, said, hey, I met Courtney's Nick. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talked about wanting to play pickleball with us, so here's my information. So Nick must have just all just night telling everybody. been just soliciting pickleball. He matches. said, like late that evening, was like I set up a bunch of pickle pickle times with people today. So we'll we'll get him these. Uh, we'll get him this conduct. <laughs> that must have been like what us. he came there for. <laughs> He's like, just text the show. I text bet I can picture. They'll take care of it for me. I bet I can picture all these exchanges. People are like, oh, they're right. You are handsome. Oh, you're what? A, you are a great dresser. I mean, Nick looked. He looked amazing. And then they immediately went into pickleball and Nick was like, oh yeah, I'll play, please. I'll play. You got to play. I'll play. So we'll be passing, we'll be passing that on to Nick. That was, that was his objective Saturday night at the Lincoln Center. Set up some games. Um, That's hilarious. Alicia, the Waterloo long hauler texted and said, last night was so much fun. Greg was hilarious as always. And the surprise finally Friday song at the end was perfect. Thanks for spending time with your fans before and after the show. It was incredible for all of us. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah, she was great. I talked to her for a while. I did as well. I think our daughters are in the same class. Is that right? (laughs) Yes. Waterloo. You gotta love it. Uh, this is a good one. This is Gene from Chesterfield. Thanks so much for the wonderful night at Laughs in the Lincoln. Greg put on an awesome show, and the song at the end was a great way to finish the night. Courtney, I hope you felt all the love in the room last night. It was an anti-pizza party. I wish those geniuses... I'm Again, I'm reading something. I wish those geniuses at the old station could have seen the huge crowd that came out to support the Courtney show. On a side note to Courtney, we wanted to go to church before the show. And Mass at St. Henry was the perfect time. I was surprised when we pulled into the parking lot and there was Altoff High School, which, of course, is where Courtney went oh, to school. Right. Uh, I had to get my picture by the sign. <laughs> <laughs> no way. And then I pointed out the football field and mentioned that that's where Courtney probably did her palm routines. More than likely, yeah. So then... Then my husband had to start in on, oh, and that's where Courtney would have had P.E., and that's where she would have parked her car. (laughs) That's where she would have snuck out back and smoked cigarettes. Exactly. (laughs) It was a small price to pay for such a great night. Uh, Another text. Shout out to SeaWorld for taking us to the balcony seats at Laughs in the Lincoln. I was so starstruck. I could could not form my words other than, ooh, this is fancy. The show was awesome, and you you all know how to show some hospitality. Struck. nice. Yeah. A lot of people... Surprise! Chris was so short in person; they didn't, they weren't expecting. 
Uh, a few more. Wow, Nicholas, the opening comment, Greg Warren, and you guys were all great. Awesome show. Love rocking the 618. Thank you to the Courtney Show for taking the time to talk to us and take pictures with us. It was Joanne's birthday. Uh, oh, the Enforcer. And thank you for helping make it special. You guys are the best. And also tell Tim that Laclede County is not a made-up place. <laughs> I guess I mentioned that. I think the, you did from the stage. Yeah. Uh, and then Fenton Mary texted this morning, good morning, Brando and Tim. Hubby and I had a great time on Saturday night. I sang R-O-C-K in the 618 all weekend. I thought it was really, really well done. If there are any issues or problems, I didn't see them. Thanks for hosting a great time. I'm glad they were probably overserved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so text us anytime. Cheney window and door text line 314-669-4665. We got food court coming up food court 1065 the art food court with me tim convey in for courtney landrum food court brought to you by schnooks rewards it pays us to shop at schnooks download the schnooks rewards app today mm-hmm. do it today uh some food shout outs let's do from from the weekend particularly saturday night uh we we did a little copper fire mm-hmm after the show, great band playing in there, and they're good mozzarella sticks. I did, yeah, I didn't eat any, but I saw. Did you have some too? I saw Chris yeah. was take every time I look, he was finishing he was off the new them. mozzarella sticks. They stick. were good. So yeah, Copper Fire uh, bringing it with the mozzarella sticks. We ended up at Benny's Pizza. That was delicious. I had been there before. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan, but uh, great pizza. Yeah, good stuff. They made it right there, and they made it quick. Greg got a salad. I think he I think he made it himself. Is that true? Yeah. Greg designed his I think own. He designed. Salad? He's a salad. Designer. He designed now. his own salad. Yeah. At Penny's. It's yeah. probably added to the menu now. Because it's like a celebrity. The Greg Warren. Yeah. You know, it's like the McDonald's meals thing. So they, just try just try ordering the Greg Warren special. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they have it. They now. saw his work with that clarinet and they said this guy's uh, guy's got salad skills. He's going on the menu. And then uh a shout out, some people notice, but uh playing bass in the Courtney Show band was of course Tom Schmidt. Uh, who started and runs Salt and Smoke. Mm-hmm. So people they were excited ex- to see him. Excited, yeah. He's a bit of a celebrity here, right? here in town. And I think Tom's going to be uh, coming in and joining us uh, at some point in the next couple weeks. Oh, that's cool. Great musician. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. On top of that barbecue that he does. Oh, and I, I'll, I'll mention that the Lori and... Ilanka, I think is how you say your name. They brought us that chocolate. Oh, yes. Everybody was eating the chocolate. They texted. I, I had some again last night. It's good. Man, it's really good. And I'm coming off that, if you remember all that German chocolate that Emma brought home, which I oh, said yeah, the yeah. greatest I ever tasted. And this, like, it it, it kept me good stuff. Also very, very good. And there is it. are they based in O'Fallon, Illinois? Um, I think I grabbed the card. Coco Please is what it, the place is called. Coco Please. Yeah, Coco Please Chocolates on Instagram. Uh, and then speaking of that, also uh, the birthday cake, which I will post on Instagram shortly here, uh, but from Yummy Bakery. So Yummy Bakery 618. She brought us, uh, Kathy brought us cupcakes a while ago, those cherry cordial cupcakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And more. Blew my mind. I was like, you're making the birthday cake. So if she put Emma on this birthday cake, we'll post that on Instagram. But Yummy Bakery 618. Oh, that's that Kathy. Good. That was delicious. Uh, and speaking of that, I'm going to tell you about Costco cakes. We did, a, it was a lot of birthday cakes this weekend because we had uh, the baby's actual birthday. Timothy was on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we did a little cake for that. And then mine was on Friday. Did a little cake for that. And then Saturday was the the, the baby's big birthday party. And that's the one that, that Kathy made for us. So a lot of, a lot of birthday cake. Flo- Sounds like home. the best weekend ever. It was pretty great, but I definitely uh, gained some pounds. Had a hard time. That, that's why I went with the uh, the Lululemon pants on stage Saturday night. Oh, to give you a little room? Yeah, it was the right move. I need some of those. The rock and roll jeans weren't, uh, weren't working out. 
a little all, too much roll. Yeah, after all that cake, <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, but I think you'll uh, enjoy this. Uh, those Costco birthday cakes people are all about. Yeah, they're very good. They're big, but they are very good. We recommend you going with one of these delicious local places. But if you're in a pinch, last minute, you know, and 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 man, these are they're inexpensive too. Some things you need to know about a Costco birthday cake. They're insanely cheap. It'll set you back less than twenty dollars for one of those big ones. They say they say they serve forty eight guests. Oh, I believe it. It's a huge sheet cake. Just one of these half sheet cakes. Isn't that crazy? That's 39 cents per person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it They weigh quite a bit. Uh, about nine and a half pounds. That's a lot of frosting. It is a whole lot. Only two <laughs> flavors offered. Vanilla or chocolate. Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was always like a split, but maybe you can get a solid chocolate or a solid vanilla. Oh, that's right. Some of them are. Yeah, I forgot maybe about that. I haven't had one in a while. Uh, they scaled it back. You used to be able to do carrot cake. Not anymore. They just go with those two. Their carrot cake is just off the charts. And they're always ready to go. You can just show up and grab one. Yes. I can confirm all of these. They do custom orders, but you got to call them. Uh, And then do you know about this dinosaur design? It's a big scandal online. Somebody, no. they posted this picture. It was this dinosaur. The dinosaur only had three legs, and I guess those legs looked like sixes. So it looked like <laughs> on this child's birthday cake was sixes. Like the turned devil. out to turn out to be a scam. <laughs> Some guy kind of altered it and then was like, "Look at this!" And it was not what a dummy. Yeah, it was not. It was not a real <laughs> thing at all. Uh, a couple of new product alerts. Oh, I, I had some. Um, my my lovely neighbors brought over some Girl Scout cookies. We'd ordered them a while ago. It's always kind of a nice surprise. You forget. Then they show up. And then and Paula uh, from the Great Taste Gang brought, at least Greg and I, boxes of Thin Mints. Oh, so those, Thin Mints. Those were floating around those at Copper Fire as well. Last night, yeah, or so Saturday night. Girl Scout cookies are around. But uh, if you remember, we talked about this a while ago, the Raspberry Rally is the new cookie this year. It was an online exclusive but today is the first day it is available to the general public online. Oh, wow. So people have been ordering. Because the Girl Scouts are out doing their cookie thing, but you you can only order them. Is that right? Well, if you've ordered them, I think you get them already. But now anyone can just go get online and get them. Or they're at all kinds of different places. But they're $5 a box. If you want to get them, you can just go to girlscouts.org and they will uh, direct you to a local troop. Ooh, but they're cool. selling out all over the they're place. They're hard to get. But they're good. Raspberry. Bright pink and wafer-like with a hint of artificial raspberry. Oh, people are going to love that artificial raspberry. Right, number five. Anyway, that's, called the, that's that. called the raspberry rally. And then this is very interesting. We talk about all the vegetarian items coming out and they're expanding, and then we talk about all these collaborations. This story has got a little bit of all of it. Morning Star Farms is a company that makes vegan and vegetarian food, and they're putting out a new line of fake plant-based chicken fries that taste like Pringles. It's a, collabor- it's a natural collaboration because Kellogg's is the parent company for Morningstar and Pringles. Two varieties, Original and Scorchin' Cheddar Cheese. The Original will start hitting the stores next month. Scorchin' Cheddar will be, won't be out until the fall. Is this something I'm cooking or is this something that is like a chip? This is something you're cooking. I assume they're frozen. If it's like other Morningstar store Morning Star products. Mm-hmm. They're frozen. You're putting them out on a, uh, you know, baking sheet or whatever, putting them in your oven. And then they taste like Pringles. And they taste like Pringles, which is crazy because Pringles known for tasting like so many different things. Yeah. I wonder how that works. I wonder what the consistency, if it's like, ends up like <clears throat> crunchy like a Pringle or like what I'm imagining a chicken fry, like 
White Castle has like chicken. Yeah, kind of the and, and breaded. If they do it right, it'll be breaded. You won't know that it's not even real chicken, and mm-hmm. then it'll have that kind of Pringles that you're unique. Like, this is Pringles. Yeah. in a chicken form. I will try it. I'm I'm completely in. Maybe we'll bring some of that in. That's spicy. Uh, when it shows up, that my friend is your food court, and it is of course sponsored by Schnooks. It pays to download that app. Get the Schnooks Rewards app today. You can do it. I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? What you Throwback Live. Throwback Live, but today it's a little bit of throwback recorded because we're down <laughs> to just Tim and Brando in here. Uh, however, our listeners are live. They're on the phone right now. We've got Amanda from U-City. Courtney is going to be playing for her. We've got Becky over in Waterloo. Of course, Brando will be playing for Becky. And I will be playing for Tammy from Litchfield at Throwback Recorded today. On the line, tickets to go see Brian Adams. Throwback Live is brought to you by Emos. Experience square deals on the new Emos app. Hey, Afton. Hey, Tim. Hey, Brando and Courtney. What's up, everybody? Chris is over there. Chris is sniping. Sniping. Mm-hmm. I'm Wesley over here. <laughs> Marty's here. Chris has got the chill week. It's nice, right, yeah. guys? Yeah, it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. It's I know them all. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Way easier. And it's also always easy to be like, I knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Marty's going to play throwback clips for you guys, and you're going to ring in with these sounds. Courtney, Brando, and Tim. Question one, name both TV characters. I think it's probably ready now. Brando. I'm assuming Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Yes. I don't know who else they would be talking Hill to. Hole. Hank Hill, maybe? I think yeah. it's probably ready now. <laughs> What's Keep her taking, name? Dill Hole. Daria. Daria. Oh, Daria, yeah. That been good. Okay, question two, name this 1984 movie. Please move to the side of the car and put your hands on the hood. Why, what would you got? Courtney. Um... It's uh, Beverly Hills Cop. That's correct. You heard what he said, sir. Do it right now, please. I thought all of a sudden I heard Dan Aykroyd. What kind of is this, man? Hold up. Wait a second. I knew that one. We were looking for Beverly Hills Cop 3. (laughs) (laughs) Question three. Who's doing an SNL monologue here? We have to be a role model for these little girls because who do they have? Tim. Schumer. Amy Schumer. All they have literally is the Kardashians. And she doesn't have a Malala poster in her room. Trust me. And is that a great message for little girls? A whole family of women who take the faces they were born with as like a light suggestion? Is that right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we are tied across the board. Question four, name the product in this classic TV spot. Somebody sure thinks I'm special. It's me and mom. Brando? Toys R Us? No. Post premium makes everybody feel like some. Tim? Raisin Bran. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> makes everybody feel like somebody special. Not about grape nuts. <laughs> I Nobody thought it was grape nuts. I was thinking the same thing. Nobody thinks anyone's special that's given someone yeah, grape yeah. nuts. For a while, though, they really tried to hype up grape nuts, and you're like, this isn't happening. He does, he's new. He doesn't know the number of beeps is the number of silver. Oh, that's true. Somebody sure thinks I'm special. Oh. It's me and mommy. Post-premium. Makes everybody feel like somebody. Just to get a little extra clue. Well, that's a man. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sweep from here on yeah, out. There you, you go. Know the secret. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. We're all going to lose. Okay, two points, Tim. One point, Courtney and Brando. Question five. Which 1992 movie featured this song? I can show you the... Brando. Aladdin. Aladdin is correct. The cartoonist strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was tied with him. Nope. <laughs> We're evened out. 
<laughs> so does Afton. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we're tied between Brando and Tim. Here's our tiebreaker question. Name the TV show featuring this theme song. Tim. You don't know this. It's not what you think it is. Oh, really? Uh, You're getting in his head, guys. Yeah. Because I... Mm. What was the question again? Mr. Belvedere. Mm-mm. No. Um, the TV show featuring this theme song. TV show. Okay. Did you toot yet? He didn't. Uh, I'll say head of the class. It's murder, she wrote. Uh, murder, she wrote. <laughs> I knew it. Go here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, tiebreaker question number two. Name this comedian. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Bo- Tim. Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay Both with a is correct. Jill came down with 250. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Tim Coffey yeah. win. Yeah. Tim Cosby win, which means it's also a win for Tammy from Litchfield. Hey, Tammy, congrats. Thank you. I'm like so excited to see Joan Jett and Brian Adams. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. going to be so good. Brian Adams and Joan Jett, uh, July 1st at the Enterprise Center. Tammy will be there. You can be too. Tickets and details at 1065thearch.com. We'll play Throwback Live again tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. We're about an hour away from our very first spring broke winner of the day. You could win cash, you could win a a Courtney Show prize pack, or you could win concert tickets. So we'll have three different envelopes ready to go for you. Um, We'll tell you when to call, and then if you get through and you're the caller, you'll have to pick one of the envelopes and then in that envelope is your prize. Mm-hmm. We don't even know. We don't know. No we clue don't. what it's going to be. We no. So it'll be exciting. But yeah, about an hour from now. Courtney not in today. Uh, not feeling great. I don't. She probably feels okay. I think it's just her voice is probably non-existent. Shot. Yeah. So if you were at the the show at Laughs of the Lincoln Saturday night, you know she was having a real hard time speaking. Didn't have much of a voice. Chris spoke for her sometimes, mm-hmm. which I don't know if his interpretation skills were. 100%, but it was close. He did his best. It almost resulted in an engagement. <laughs> I forgot about that. He misunderstood. He thought Courtney was proposing to Nick on stage. Turns out she wasn't. I mean, I don't know that she... Maybe she was and just backed out at the last second. Yeah, she changed her mind. Didn't like how he uh, worded it. So anyway, so a lot lot coming up on this uh, on the show this morning. And uh, we do have a question of the day for you. And if you, if you happen to hear... Hollywood Outsider, earlier this morning, we talked about uh, the story where Lady Gaga, when she had her dog stolen, what was that, a couple of years ago now? Mm -hmm. Um, And the dog walker ended up injured. I think he was shot over the whole thing. And it it was very traumatic. These dogs disappeared. They were gone for a while. She put up a big reward, $500,000, no questions asked for the dogs to be returned. Somebody brought the dogs back. Everyone kind of assumed this person probably had something to do with the dogs disappearing. And then now that person is suing because Lady Gaga is refusing to pay her the $500,000 reward. So anyway, that's a big story today. One of the things we're talking about. And then you had a story, but last week, where you found $25. Oh, yeah. And then we talked about, like, deciding what to do with it. You said you were just like, I'm just going to pay it forward kind of thing because it's not enough money to try to track somebody down. Yes. It it, it was was not a recent drop, I think is what you... It was in a a blank envelope that had very clearly been on the ground that it was weathered. The money inside even was weathered. So it wasn't like 
It wasn't like somebody dropped this 20 minutes ago and they're going to swing back around and look for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Greg told me I should leave it there. So, yeah, I, I paid it. I've, I've overcompensated with my paying it forward, too, where oh, okay. I've been like, whether it's over tipping or, you know, help with something. I don't worry. I found 25 bucks the other day, yeah. which is then cost care me of it. closer I to seven. $25. Yeah. I've spent 700 uh, <laughs> feeling better about the 25 that I found. <laughs> so anyway, so I thought maybe a fun question to do for today. It's like, uh, basically, what have you found and what did you do with it? What did you find and did you keep it? Did you give it back? Did you try to find the original owner? Was it money? Was it... Uh, you know, something, a buried treasure or some sort? Like, what did you find? And then what did you, what was the resolution? What did you do with it? That's a great question. So I'm curious. We'll see. Hopefully we get some funny or interesting answers. Or maybe you were on the other side of it and somebody came, something you thought Brought was it back long to you. gone. Somebody That's called a good you point. up. Yeah. So yeah, use the old chaining window and door text line. Let us know. 314-954-1065 or 618-398-1065. Um, so do that if you can. Oh, hey, you're listening to The Courtney Show Podcast fueled by salt and smoke oh hey you were smart you get to listen to all this great courtney show podcast without all the bruno mars afterwards why don't you grab a sandwich from salt and smoke i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Courtney Show. Brando's, Brando's. Brando's, Brando's. Random story time on a Monday morning. We'll start off with uh, talking about credit scores. I can't imagine what it's like live a life with a perfect credit score. I'm assuming those people exist, but not in my world. So here are three things people with perfect credit scores have in common, and they might surprise you. They're usually over the age of 57. That's probably probably not so surprising. Uh, They usually have an average of six credit cards. The average of just people is four. Most people, they say, have four credit cards. I don't think I have four. I think I have less than that. Uh, But they say people that have perfect credit scores tend to have more credit cards. They have six credit cards. And they say they're also more likely to have personal loans instead of credit card debt. So they say with like the having the multiple credit cards, they say your your credit won't skyrocket just because you have more cards, but it does help as long as you don't use them more. So you have them, use them, pay them off. And I guess the more credit cards you have, maybe you're proving that you pay them all off. Right. That actually can help raise your score more than if you just have like one that you always pay off. Why do people have, maybe this is a really stupid question. Multiple credit cards. Is it just for this to, to increase I think, your credit? Because I, I would part, lose. It would not be good. For oh, me. I would be terrible at it. I think part of it is what Chris does, where he gets points, and you know he uses certain credit cards for certain things, and then he pays them off, and then he gets the points off of them. But don't you want all your points in one kind of pool? I don't think so. I think he's got like airline. He's got one card where he gets miles. He's got his like an Amazon card. Yeah. So he's getting like. How do, you decide, how do you decide how to break up the purchases? Man, we need to. 
this is a good point where we need the system. I, I guess I could ask my brother. We need, we, he could dial in on the system. Yeah. He could be our financial expert. That's true. For this break. Yeah, I, obviously, neither one of us has perfect yeah. credit, so we don't know. <laughs> Mine is a lot better than it used to yes. be, I'll oh, tell you that. Oh, mine's glowing now. It's, I'm so proud of it. I want to yes. show people. Yeah. Hey, remember when my phone used to get turned off all the time? Look at me now. Look at me now. Look, everybody. Uh, they say people, they still have debt, but it, they just do it in personal loans. Instead of credit card debt, you just do personal loans because those loans are like half the rate yeah. of, uh, of credit cards. So they're not completely debt-free, but they're managing it better. Yeah, credit cards will get you. They will. There's a new study out on the most and least stressful cities to work in. And the good news is St. Louis is not the most stressful city on the list. We didn't even crack the top 30. I don't even know where we are in the list. I I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. So we ended up somewhere in the middle. However, if you're in Texas, you stressed. Really? Yes. So they looked at hours worked per week, like commute time, single income families, which are, you know, going to be more difficult, more stressful, income growth rates, lack of health insurance, crime rates, all that kind of stuff. Put the numbers together and came up with Houston, Texas, as the most stressful place to work, followed by Arlington, Texas. Wow. Dallas. So we got three. The top three are all in Texas. Arlington and Dallas are... Uh, Arlington's a Dallas suburb, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. And I think they've... You'll see in the on the good side, too, they split up one major city into mm. two, two sections, essentially. Memphis is in there. Las mm. Vegas. Corpus Christi, Texas. So now we're th- uh, four of them. Fayetteville, North Carolina, Fort Worth, Texas. So five of the cities which is also in Dallas, Texas. That whole same area. Yeah, that Crazy. whole that whole chunk. And uh, Moreno Valley, California, and Modesto, California. So that's your top ten most stressful places to work. Now the flip side, least stressful city to work in, Madison, Wisconsin. I know people that live there and they just love it. It's wonderful there. I've I mean, never been, but I hear how great everyone enjoys it. Spectacular. Uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, Fremont, California. Minneapolis, oh. uh, Providence, Rhode Island, Lincoln, Nebraska, Portland, Oregon. For a while there, I really wanted to move to Portland, Oregon. Portland's I had like cool. a thing going in my mind with I really wanted to go to Portland. And then that show, Portlandia, came out. Yeah. And I was like, now I want. Now I really want to go. It's There's a whole own, show about it. It's its own little planet, but yeah, it's great. Lincoln, Nebraska, also great. Uh, Seattle, and then St. Paul, Minnesota. So Minneapolis, St. Paul, yeah. both in there. And then Boise, Idaho. And then St. Louis was somewhere in the middle. They just gave me, like, the tops and the bottoms, so. I'll take it. Oh, we, I would have assumed we'd be terrible. We're always come up bad in these types yeah. of lists. Well, yeah. Houston doesn't surprise me because it's so, spri- I mean, that's one nice thing we've got going is it doesn't take long to get anywhere. 15 minutes, if you ask my mom. It's true, yeah. But, man, Houston. Now we know the secret. She just drives 90 miles an hour. Yeah. But yeah, Houston is huge. They ought to just change it to Houston. Oh, man. Because it's huge. Yes. Today's, we should pitch that. Why not? With our great credit score, someone will listen yeah, to us. Yeah, somebody will be like, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. They have a 35 credit score. That's <laughs> that's good, right? Together. Today is uh, International Polar Bear Day, so go find a polar bear and celebrate with them. Get a, buy them a beer. A barber in Pennsylvania has invented a special lift that allows people in wheelchairs to be leaned back. So I, it never really occurred to me. So when you get like the full barbershop experience, I don't go to a barber. Do you go to a barber? Have you ever been to a barber? Define barber. I, I just a, a a different than what I do. <laughs> like where you get the shave with the razor and like I go to places where you can do that. Yeah, they do all that stuff. I've just never. 
I'm, I'm always going to stylus. Taking them up on it. And so I get the shampoo. Yeah. Which that you have to lean back. Yeah. So maybe this chair would 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 come into effect there. But they're basically saying like if you're in a wheelchair, you you just you're just sitting upright essentially. Mm. You don't get that full like laying back and being pampered sort of experience. But this guy in uh, Pennsylvania, this barber is like, I'm going to fix that. And he came up with a new chair. Oh, that's great. Way to go. And last but not least, the latest Gen Z trend, which is, where are we? Gen Z, is that the youngest? That's the yeah, second that's, youngest. That's, Gen Z is just younger than millennials. Okay. I the believe. new Gen Z trend are crossword puzzles. Old school crossword puzzles. And we know a lot of crossword puzzle players. We do. Oh, Greg. Greg. And then I think... Uh, Chris and Nikki both play some crossword puzzle. I could be. I think Nikki does a bunch of, like, multiple different ones. Huh. Anyway, new poll. They asked over 1,000 Americans. They found, to, they found that half of Gen Z uh, p- folks regularly fill out crossword puzzles and not online, like with paper and ink, like the old school crossword puzzles. Cool. Half? That doesn't seem right. There's no way. I know. I was like, there's no way. I'll read this because it's news and I don't know. Maybe Jen, all, everyone out there is like, yeah, half of us do. You yeah. dummy. Pay attention. Huh? But I'm not buying it. That's your Brando's Randos. Brando's Randos. Brando's Randos. The Courtney Show. Texas, time for some text. You can text us anytime. It's the Cheney Window and Door text line, 314-669-4665. Tim and Brando here with you. Uh, Chris, back in Los Angeles for a few more weeks working on the Adam Sandler project. Courtney, uh, still no voice. So we're hoping to have her back in tomorrow. But uh, thank you guys. Lots of great texts. Uh, last minute, this is from Kayla. Last minute, I brought my mom with me on Saturday night. She's still talking about how much fun she had to anyone who will listen. Mm. We had such a great time. How will you top it at the next event? I have no clue, but I'm excited to find out. Talking, of course, about Saturday night's laughs at the Lincoln in Belleville. It's the, it was the first in a comedy series that we're doing. We'll be announcing the other ones. Hoping to fit in a few this year. Yeah, uh, but I think we should just do the exact same thing. Same until lineup. It, until it gets old. Same bit. And then yeah. we'll be like, all right, now we got to change. Well, so there's plenty of people who did. We're hearing from a lot of people who didn't get to come. Yeah. And uh, I saw people day of that were posting like, ah, oh, I can't go. Something came up. You know, like people, you know, giving away their tickets, basically. So there were people that were supposed yeah. to go until the last second and then couldn't make it. Some people just repeat it. You're right. <laughs> uh, next text. Old boys, do it. This is from MPEGS. Doing a stellar job this morning. Laughter of the Lincoln was a fantastic evening. Can't wait for the next one. And by the way, the tip about moving the cursor on your phone with the space bar has changed my life. Have a it's, great Monday. It's the greatest thing. So if you hold down, if you're texting and you you hold on the space bar for a little bit, you can then move your cursor. And yeah. It, yeah You'll see the, the like keys will just kind of turn gray. And then, then you know you're in like yeah. Move the cursor around mode. <laughs> makes life makes life easier. That was a more you know segment last week. Uh, Fave Dave texted you boys are doing a great job. Sans Courtney, what time will you be going off the rails? I don't want to miss it. Oh, uh, that's probably this for, hour. Yeah, that it will be happening because we've got to do our first spring broke giveaway this hour, and it's first time and. It'll probably not go well. I think that's a good... But somebody will win something. It's a good estimate. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't go anywhere. Uh, we had a great time at Laugh the Lincoln. I didn't get to chat with Brando or Tim during the meet and greet because I didn't want to be rude and interrupt others, but I did meet Courtney and Chris. Thanks for all the work you you put into making it such a fun night for your fans. So thank yeah. you to Trisha from Florissant Trisha, for that next one. time we'll talk. 
good morning, old boys. Brando and Tim, I loved the show Saturday night. My husband and I had a lot of laughs. I was happy to talk with Chris and Tim. We went down to Copper Fire, but didn't think anybody was coming there, so we left. So sad that I miss Brando and Courtney. I will catch them at one of the other Courtney show gigs. Oh, I wish they would have hung around. It took us a long time to get out of the theater. A little post-show linger we did. Yeah, yeah, by the time. But there were still lots of people at Copper Fire. And they said that, I was like, is it normally this busy? Like, no, this is crazy. Man. That you guys filled Copper Fire up. That band was rocking. Before and after, so. That band was rocking. Yeah. The food was, that was really, that was really fun. And we got to talk to a lot of you guys. But I was told, and I don't know if it's true, but it was, I think it was Gretchen Wilson's old band was performing. I heard that info (laughs) floating around. I was like, I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm I'm going with it. Those guys were, I I believe it. I mean, they were of that age and they were good. Yeah. So I can see that for sure. Bay Beowulf? Was that one? I, I think is what ask. they were calling. Sounds right. Uh, Bonnie, aka K. Oh, people weighing in on the whole credit card thing. Because because you and I both basically have one credit card. Yeah, I I think I have two. People were saying, I don't know if it counts if they're like I've got a it's a store specific card. Like if you have a. Uh, oh, that's a good question. You know, it didn't really. It yeah, didn't say. It just talked about the number of credit cards. I don't count that as that a doesn't card. help me. I could I be wrong. still only think I only have two. Uh, yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie, aka K, said I have multiple credit cards. However, four of them are store specific cards. I don't think I have any of those anymore. I don't either. Uh, Stacy from South City said we have five cards and earn more than a thousand dollars a year in cash back. Easy, Stacy. Uh, Costco is the best. We got a check for almost seven hundred bucks at the end of the year. Different cards have different categories. My husband carries a wallet card, so he knows which one to use. Guys like you and me are not doing that. I understand that's no. responsible. And Chris I need is to probably do the, doing that. I need to do the Costco one. Here's my thing. When I first we first started going to Costco, the membership, we just didn't go very often. And so they would always try to get us to bump up to like I this know. executive thing. And I was like, I don't come here often enough to warrant this. I yeah. understand there's I can make money back or whatever. Like, but I, we're we're not here often yeah. at all. Well now I go to get I get gas there constantly yeah. and I was like you know what I'm probably spending enough for um, but I'm like I'm so still mad at them because they would always stop me be like hey you know you really uh, you can move that I was like I don't I don't want to yes. stop asking me and I kept having that conversation and you're not going to hear Brando complain about Costco often so this is that's one yeah it really right. bugged me I've been there I get it uh, Carrie from Highridge said the more credit cards you have the more credit pool you have which of course credit we all know oh, what credit gosh, pool is I've yeah, know exactly. What pool credit credit? credit pool. That's you got to have a good one. Brando and I just, just clean talk. it. Yeah, and I think the big it's got a it's got a deep end filter. Guys, there's a shallow end of the credit yeah. pool, and then sometimes you get in the deep end of the uh-huh. credit pool. Chemicals. And you don't know what to do. We were just talking about credit pool right. this morning. Um, we'll get to some of the questions. The question of the day, we'll hit, we'll hit those later, but a lot of good ones about uh, you know people finding. The question of the day was essentially, what have you found? And then made some What'd type you, of effort to give it back. What did you do with it? So I found some money, didn't know how to give it back to the person, but we've heard good stories about that. So, Or maybe you lost something and somebody reached out to you, tracked you down. So you can text us about those. Uh, I'll share one more. This is from... Uh, good, <laughs> good morning. This is the electrician's wife. On Saturday, the venue was perfect. The show was great. My favorite part was finally meeting all of you and hanging out before and after the show. You all are a lot of fun. Mike, the electrician, he does, does, he does stuff for the... 
my sister, oh, brother, okay. common family, Mike, the electrician. He was there. The electrician's we, wife. We, yeah, we got to be his <laughs> wife. The electrician's wife. She's named herself on the text line, and I love it. She was lovely. Mike is the best in the business. Uh, but so that was really, really fun. Guys, keep those texts coming, especially question of the day or your thoughts on uh, the Laughs of the Lincoln Show Saturday night. Cheney window and door text line. It's always open. 314-669-4665. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, Kevin Bozeman is headlining Westport and Jamie Lisso is at Streets of St. Charles. Well, Cocaine Bear started his reign of terror at the box office over the weekend and fans are already wondering, hey, are we going to get any other bears that go berserk and start killing everyone movies? It's a great question. Great question. Attack of the Meth Gator is coming at some point. That's what it's called. There's no, uh, little really known about the plot, but I think I can guess. An alligator eats some meth Uh. and goes crazy and starts eating people. Set in the uh, 1800s. Maybe, yeah, maybe they had meth back then, right? Uh, Attack of the Meth Gator just announced over the weekend. The guess is it's probably going to go to uh, the old DVD on-demand route, but you never know. Or one of those crazy, remember Sci-Fi was pumping out all those Yes, that's what I thought. When I read it, I was like, oh, it's Sci-Fi's doing another, mm-hmm. you know, Sharknado sort of thing. Yeah. But it's not not necessarily a Sci-Fi thing, so I don't know where it's going to be. But watch for Attack of the Meth Gator. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. Hopefully we'll give out tickets. Gosh, I hope so. We'll do a screening. The Crying Native American Anti-Littering PSA. You remember that one from the 70s? Yes. Got, it's, it's been running for years. You'll still see it every now and again. Well, not anymore. It has been officially retired. So the National Congress of American Indians took ownership of it recently. I'm not sure how that worked, uh, but they are now putting it out to pasture. They say it, uh, while it was, you know, very impactful mm-hmm. in its run, they say it also reinforced negative stereotypes. So they're uh, not going to be running it at all anymore. Uh, but it does live on in the blog today if you want to see it. Uh, and if you're not sure what we're talking about, it's up on the blog today if you want to check it out. I wonder what the negative stereotypes, I wonder if it's... It if probably the, has to do with the outfit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I maybe guess. that person wasn't actually Native American. He was. Oh. I, I, they had his name, and I <clears throat> I was going to write it down, and I totally forgot. But yeah, he was actually Native American. But yeah, that's happened all the time. You're like, that guy's German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching like F Troop episodes. Yeah. You're like, there's not a single Native American in yeah. this show. He's not even tan. No. Wes Bentley plays Jamie Dutton on the Yellowstone series. You know Jamie Dutton, that character? Of course. Well, he's not happy with all the recent talk about the possible end of Yellowstone. Mm. Now that the star of the show, Kevin Costner, is leaving, he said, quote, I know that they're still working things out with everyone to make sure we shoot, and I'm confident we will. We always have before. I think it's probably a bit of drama over nothing. Yeah, but every show always has before until they haven't anymore. Right, and I respect his, like, hey, this is a successful show. We're going to keep doing it. But let's be honest. If Yellowstone came out and just had a random person as the star, would it have... Do you think it would have become what it's become had it not been Kevin Costner? No, not as quickly. And you could argue that show probably wasn't getting greenlit without Kevin Costner starring in the right. thing. So I respect that they they're going they want to keep the show going, but it's like it's a big deal when right. 
Kevin Costner walks away. Yes, one hundred percent true. Not that and I think it probably could. Those were ingrained in those characters. Now I, I think it probably could survive without him a few yeah. more seasons. And, we, oh, I and, think it, and we've seen that quite a bit. Uh, Roseanne being the, the best example yeah, of that, right. I think. Very different type of show. But uh, it's also funny that he's like, well, we'll work it out. We're all just going to come together. And it's like, Kevin Costner is so much bigger than that show or anyone else on it. The right. idea that he's when like... he's like, it's just a lot of drama over nothing. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's drama over something. You guys might overcome it. Yeah. Good luck to you. There's a huge movie star involved, but and he gets to do whatever he wants. That's a big deal. Speaking of which, we watched Field of Dreams last night. Solid. Yeah. Uh, Aaron had never seen it, so Alex literally made him sit there and watch the movie from beginning to end. Did you? Did he love it? He did like it. I haven't seen it in years. That I should revisit that before this uh, baseball season. I think going in, he was like, this is some dumb baseball movie from like 100 years ago. And then there's enough creepiness and like weirdness to it yeah. that he was like, what's going yeah. on? I'm like, see? Yeah, they nailed it. Yeah. I hope he didn't wasn't able to sleep last night. <laughs> Haunted him. Kept hearing voices in the corn. Mm-hmm. Olivia Newton-John was honored with a state funeral service in Australia yesterday. The ceremony included tributes from Elton John, Hugh Jackman, Dolly Parton, Pink, Barry Gibb, and Mariah Carey. So that's I'm sure that was a, a moving tributes that yeah, they had yesterday. People loved her. So this is weird. On Friday, we talked about Adam Levine's fake Maserati that he he yeah. traded for and figured out it was a fake. And I, at the time, I made the joke. I said, oh, I bet his Maserati doesn't go 185. From the Joe Walsh song, Life's Been Good. Well, lo and behold, we have a story today about Joe Walsh's song, Life's Been Good. Really? <laughs> he said, he was talking about it. I don't know what they were asking. He said there were a couple of problems with that lyric. First of all, no Maserati was hitting 185 miles an hour in 1978 when he wrote it. Mm-hmm. The top speed at the time was about 133 miles per hour. Secondly, at the time the song came out, Joe had never owned a Maserati. <laughs> He eventually bought one, he said, because, uh, quote, everyone was making me feel really guilty. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, all right, I'll buy one. But that whole song is silly. Right. But, I mean, he says, my Maserati goes one, like... You, you, I just assumed at least that he had the car. I don't know if he was going almost 200 miles an hour in it. Right. But no. like, well, sure, he's got a Maserati. Nope, he didn't even have one at the time. <laughs> uh, and he also said with that Maserati, he said he never tried to go 185. He said, quote, I chickened out at 140. Whoa. Which, 140 is yeah, still pretty I legit. Do that. He was living a fast life back then. Yeah. The Aperol Spritz is getting popular Again, do you know why? No, I don't even know what that is. I'm surprised. So it's from the White Lotus. It's that drink. Oh. I guess they were. I didn't watch that show close enough to pay attention. But it's a it's a spritz spritzer thing that they kept ordering. It's it's got like an Italian thing. It's got a bunch of stuff, but it's got like rhubarb in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it comes out like an orange look. So that orange drink that they were drinking is an Aperol Spritz. Huh. People's be drinking it. Pink took a few shots of Christina Aguilera last week, and now she regrets it. She admits Jeez. that she should, quote, say less because she hates it uh, when things like that, uh, her old issues with Christina or whatever, take attention away from her music. So she's not exactly apologizing. Yeah. She's just saying, I should not say those things so loudly. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise says he cried when he reunited with Val Kilmer for that scene in Top Gun Maverick when the two of them are actually together. That it was very emotional for him because he was the reason, or I don't know if he was the only reason, but he was a big reason that Val ended up in the movie. Yeah. Because I think they wanted him in and then there were going to be some issues and he finally was like, Tom's like, he has to be in this yeah. movie. And they're like, okay, we got to figure out how to make it work. It's a great scene. 
Uh, Ricky Gervais made light of his demanding writer when he's out on tour. So he posted a picture of, I guess, what he asks for for every show. It's a bag of salted peanuts, heartburn tablets, a $10 bottle of wine with a glass, and two bananas. <laughs> That's awesome. It's on the blog today. Jack Black could be the next Superman. He could be. He posted what I would consider an audition video to be Superman. It's up on the blog today. I'm just too bad. Courtney loves Jack Black videos, yeah. so she will enjoy that when she gets back, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, she's out today, not feeling great. Uh, but you can check that out on the blog if you want. Donald Glover made a new is making a new series or made a new series called Swarm. It'll be coming out, I believe, on Netflix soon, but I've got the trailer for that up on the blog. It looks really creepy and weird. I don't, I don't even understand what's going on. Uh, also on the blog, you can check out the trailer for a uh, U2 documentary with David Letterman. I think we've talked about this at some point. It still sounds bizarre to me, mm-hmm. but it's a U2 documentary, and David Letterman is in it, and he's, like, talking to them. Interesting. So if you're a big U2 fan, which Alex is, I'm sure she'll watch it. It's going to be on Disney Plus on March 17th. On the TV cool. tonight, you've got the St. season. St. Patrick's there, right? Is that St. Patrick's? You too? Get 17? it? Oh. They're Irish. Yeah, they are Irish. The uh, season finale of America's Got Talent All-Stars. That's the first season of that. That's tonight, 7 o'clock on NBC. Bachelor, 7 o'clock. Maybe I'll get you to start watching. On ABC tonight, Zach visits a nude sauna and also turns to a witch in Estonia for some magical help. Hey, it's love, man. You got to do what you got to do. Now you're are uh-huh. you interested. Also, the season finale of Alert. That's 7 o'clock on Fox. And then I think Courtney's still watching Quantum Leap. There's a new episode tonight at 9 o'clock. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. We have a big prize to give you now. We sure do. Spring broke. It all starts right now. Here's the deal. Somebody's going to call in, and in this studio, as we speak right now, we have three envelopes. You're going to pick one of those envelopes, and those envelopes contain some exciting things. Whichever envelope you choose, that will determine the prize that you get. There could be concert tickets. There could be cool Courtney Show stuff. Mm -hmm. There could even be some cold, hard cash. So if you'd like to play, we are looking for caller number 20. Caller number 20, you get to be the first ever player of Spring Broke right here on The Courtney Show. Give us a call, 314-954-1065 or in Illinois, 618-398-1065. We'll play some Spring Broke for the first time ever right after the wallflowers. One headlight, it's The Courtney Show on 106.5 The Arch. The Courtney Show. It is here, folks. Spring broke. We're going to be playing for quite some time. And if you missed it earlier, here's the deal. we got a bunch of envelopes in this studio. Every time we get a caller and we play this game, we're going to choose three. Then we're going to get a caller, usually caller number 20. That caller is going to pick an envelope. And in these envelopes, you could win concert tickets. You could win 106.5 The Arch slash Courtney Show stuff. Or you could win some cash. Now, that cash, I should say, could be up to 1000 bucks. That cash could also be like $27. So you don't really know what envelope you you even want, but it's going to be fun. I will tell you this. If you don't choose the cash, that cash gets bumped over to the next day's envelope. Yeah, it's cool. So we're talking about a pretty good amount of money. We've got Dan and Arnold on the phone right now. Dan, how's your Monday going? It's not going too bad. Good. Especially right now because I'm on the phone with you guys. <laughs> you sure are. This could it's go looking up. This could go a lot of different ways, Dan. You could win $4 if you're not careful. Uh, so Brando is holding the envelopes in his hand right now. Huge hands, small envelopes. You can, yeah, you, can, you can picture it. I'm painting a picture. Uh, Dan, envelopes are numbered one, two, and three. Go ahead and give us your choice for Spring Broke. What's it going to be? I'm going to go with three because there's my wife, my daughter, and I. 
Oh, okay. I love that. Envelope number three, I'm setting aside. Okay. That is our winner. Here's what you could have won, envelope Dan. Number one. So we'll open envelope number one. So this is not what you won. It is... Come on, hands. Uh, you could have won the Courtney Show prize pack that included a T-shirt, a Courtney Show, or an arch bag, and a mug. You did not win that. It's great stuff, Dan, okay. but I think this is a good thing. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably a good pass on that, Because right? you win right. that cash, Dan. I'll, I'll sell you that stuff, no problem. Here's envelope number two, the prize you could have won. I feel like Monty Hall. <laughs> you could have won $117 in cash. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Oh, that would have been nice. Uh-oh. Cash is off the not board. Not looking good. Not looking good. Well, that's not true. I think this is. I think you're going to come out big here. I mean, there could be a spatula. This, in this is one. your you prize, know. envelope number three, and it is two tickets to see John Mayer oh. at the Enterprise Center. March 29th. That is a big win. So there you go. All right. That is definitely worth more than the cash there. You, you came out yeah, big, no Dan. All you, right. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, of hey, course. No problem. You a John Mayer fan? Uh, yeah, I like him. Well, check with your wife and daughter. I, yeah. <laughs> I bet they are. They might be on board. You hang out. We're going to uh, get some information yeah, on, from you. More Spring Broke tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy And these are the numbers. If you're just tuning in, uh, just Tim and Brando here today. Courtney still does not have a voice uh, from being a little sick over the last few days. But we hope to get her back tomorrow. And Chris, of course, is in Los Angeles for a few more weeks still working on the uh, Adam Sandler project. Adam Sandler is receiving the Mark Twain Prize for Humor uh, that shoots in D.C. in a few weeks here. Yeah. Chris is, Man, uh, he's going to have some good stories to share when he gets back. He was kind of hitting some highlights over the weekend when he was in town. Like, we need to share these stories yeah. with the world. I can't wait. If only the system was fired up. Yeah. Uh, let's talk numbers. 42% of adults never went on vacation as a kid. 42% of people say they never went on a single vacation as a kid. I mean, as a mm, we didn't go very far. <laughs> no, we <laughs> didn't a, either. We went to the Ozarks. Time. Yeah, that was about it. Because I didn't I didn't I didn't go to the ocean. I didn't see the ocean until I was in like junior high. Probably you drove like when I was sixth grade or something. Yeah, we drove as we found out. Because when did you didn't week. get on a plane until you were how old? I was in my 30s. That was probably 31, maybe 32. That is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, 42% of adults said they never went on vacation as a kid, which seems absolutely wild. And they asked people all the uh, must do trips. Casino hopping in Las Vegas came in number one. I've never, I've never been to Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah, Alex is always trying to get me to go. She would go, like, all the time because she worked for, years ago, she worked for Zenith. Uh-huh. And so she was, like, one of the people that would have to go to CES every year. Mm-hmm. And so she would spend, like, a week there. And just, like, you know, after about two days, you're, yeah, week you're done with Vegas. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's its own world. Everyone should go. But it is not the top of my, hey, this is a thing you have to do. I'm sure once I finally go, I'll be like, man, I should have gone earlier. But to me, it's like it's not the sort of thing that I'm into. Right. <laughs> Other things on the list, uh, touring the White House. I've never done that. No. I would like to do that. Can you just uh, walk in? It's like, hey, this I, is my place. I'm paying for this. Unlikely that you could just walk in. <laughs> yeah, probably not. These are my tax dollars. <laughs> 
Uh, Grand Canyon in Arizona. I have done that. Mount Rushmore in South Dakota. I've never done that. I think we're going to do Mount Rushmore this summer when we go back to Montana. Oh, that's awesome. Never done Grand Canyon, though. Disney World. Have you done Disney World? Yes. Once. Once uh, was enough. Volcano we in Hawaii. We did Hawaii, but only saw volcanoes like from a distance. We didn't do like a volcano yeah, tour. Yeah, we did Hawaii, but no, no, vol- no volcanoes. Uh, touring Times Square in New York City. Mm-mm, never been to New York. I worked. I worked right in Times Square for a really long time, it, and I and I did love it as much as people complain. Uh, exploring the Greek islands, never done that. I wish. Great Pyramid in Egypt, yeah, that'd be mm. sounds amazing. And swimming with the pigs in the Bahamas, never done that. The pigs, you know, all those. The, that's one of the things that used to promote the fire festivals. All these models were swimming with pigs. Oh, I watched that. I do re- kind of remember that. It's like a thing you can do. I've been to the Bahamas, but I've never never swam never with swam pigs. with the pigs. I can't believe that's so high on the list. He's swimming with the very pigs. specific. Uh, nepotism has been talking. You know, they say 2022 was the year of the nepo, the baby, nepo baby, which is you know we you stop and realize all these celebrities are uh, their their parents were were famous or wealthy or anything right. else. But the, the they had a leg start. up. They had a foot in the door. Yeah. Uh, and, and they were talking to people. They did a big survey. Uh, that's why we're here, of course, about nepotism. Uh, and it turns out everybody's doing it. And people only are only so angry about it because they're all doing it, too. 42% of people say they've connected a friend or family member with a job opportunity. Which of course, which by the way, for this thing, nepotism is is defined as uh, giving an edge to family or friends in the workplace. I. Um, I had a friend worked at one of my very first radio stations that I worked at. Not the first one, the like second station up in Springfield. And that, I mean, I'm sure he put in a good word for me. So, mate, I don't know. I'm just thinking that's the only thing I could think of. The friend thing is it's such a blurry line because family, I get that totally being nepotism, but a friend, you know, someone you is that a friend or a connection or you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, this was a, a friend, a friend from Redbud. Yeah, <laughs> in, at a radio station. How, you know. So that's pretty weird. Yeah, thirty-five uh, percent <laughs> of people say they themselves have connected with someone in this way. So forty-two said, "Yeah, I've connected somehow." Thirty-five said, "Yes, that was the reason I got something." Twenty-four percent, just twenty-four percent of people believe they've missed out on an opportunity because another candidate used personal context to land the gig. That surprises me. Yeah. That to me is like, well, you're not applying for enough stuff if only 24. Per- you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I'm. I'm that's it's when they're saying they send it to like friends. Is that really? Nep- I thought nepotism was families, but they're they're broadening it a little bit. Correct. Correct. Which so yeah, then then that gets real thing. gray. Yeah. You know where it's like that's what I'm saying. Well, it's somebody that I met. Right. Where they. Worked at that place, yes. and then they put in the good word for me. Yes, I don't feel like that's nepotism. That's just networking, right? <laughs> you know, like, right. <laughs> uh, and in this sense, only sixteen percent. And if you crunch the numbers, it just said sixteen percent think nepotism is bad, which is surprising. Mm, yeah. Never any nepotism going on in this building or on this show, even. Well, I mean, that would be crazy. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, fifty-three uh, <laughs> percent say it's very common uh, in politics. They they talked about the different oh, yeah. different industries where it's it's you know maybe a problem. Forty cent forty percent said it's very common in business and acting. Acting. Oh well, yeah. Follow, which which that's a big Hollywood thing. People get so upset about these Hollywood people. Here's what here's what I think though. I think it's the defense of the the Hollywood stuff. People like. Um, 
Gwyneth Paltrow or uh, Ben Stiller, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's that it's in their like it would make sense that if their parents are good at something that they would be too. That's kind of the defense of nepotism. Like, well, it makes sense that they've got a knack for it if their parents do. It's not just about those connections. Or it's like Johnny Depp's daughter. I don't know if she's a good actress or not, but it's like. It helped. You were always trying to get attention to whatever your project is. Yes. If you're like, we could go with this actress or we could go with Johnny Depp's daughter. Let's cast her. That's an, right. Because maybe we'll get a little more of attention. Yes. But and maybe would, she's a good actress. But I he's know. a great actor. It wouldn't be crazy that his daughter would be too. And the, 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 my main argument for this is, is sports. Nobody's playing shortstop for the Orioles because they're dad played shortstop for the or you know what i mean it may it may be, we see these athletes there's so many second gener- generation athletes ac- across the sports right a- across the big four professional sports and it's you know so it makes sense that if you're gifted now you also oh, those are- guys do tend to get drafted even when they're not great whenever it's like because i've seen that the cardinals will draft somebody where you're like who like yes. oh that's Remember, he the was a catcher nephew. back in the day, like, oh. And, his, yeah, and like, then he's never heard from again. And yep. like, all right, maybe there was a little favor that was done. That is, that is true. <laughs> but many of them make it and succeed. And part part of it, it, it's not only just like what's, what's you know, genetics, but part of it is they're growing up in a locker room. They're growing up around right. all the greatest coaches. Maybe growing up like in that, that city. Yeah. You know. Yes. And it makes, right, it's, it's, it's an advantage for sure. Like uh, David Freeze has kids. If his boy plays baseball, they'll be like, let's just let's go. We got to thank this guy for yeah, the World Series gets, thing. We'll give him six seasons, no matter how <laughs> yeah, bad he is. Just bring no, him in. Yeah, yeah fine. I agree. Sign him up. I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> fields where they say uh, uh, nepotism is, is is low. Sports, as I brought up. Uh, medicine, which is comforting to me. That oh, yeah. The guy operating on me isn't there. He's just his... like, I don't know what I'm doing. My dad got me this gig. Yes. Are you asleep yet? Uh, and then academia and law. Yeah. Well, anywhere that you need like an advanced degree. Yeah, it makes you feel makes yeah. you feel a little that makes sense. A little bit better. I, like I am Timmy. Those are the numbers on the Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Listen to my strong opinion. Time to bitch. Strong opinions uh, brought to you by T.R. Hughes, half acre new home sites in Wentzville, and five acre new home sites in St. Charles. For more info, visit trhughes.com. Um, I can go first. Sure. Um, my strong opinion is incredibly specific. Mm. But if it affects you, I think you're going to respond to it. But if it doesn't, I'm just wasting everyone's time. Mm. I'll just be honest straight out of the gate. No, specific is, is good. that angry uh, texts and emails. My strong opinion, so we had uh, baseball practice yesterday. It was like Aaron's last baseball practice before high school baseball starts today. And I think it's in Missouri and Illinois. Both start like today. So we're not supposed to practice with our teams once the season's going. Got it. If that makes sense. So yesterday was our last practice. We were working out outside. There was another field next to us that was doing like a practice game. And I've complained about, I feel like I've complained about foul balls before. This must be like a thing with me. Um, but there were a couple times uh, where a foul ball came over onto our field where we where we were working out, we were practicing. And one of my guys caught it and was just, and so we had to, you know, we stopped our practice, what we were doing, and he catches the baseball, and we're kind of looking for somebody to come over, like, and, you know, we'll throw him the ball so they can have it back on their side. And, like, nobody's coming, nobody's coming. We're kind of looking around. And you don't want to just, like, fire a baseball mm-hmm. back at a bunch of people that aren't paying attention. Yeah. And so he's kind of looking at me. He's like, what should, what's, what should I do? And so we're waiting. And then the kid fouls off another one. 
that's close to us. And so, like, another parent is over, like, picking up that ball. We're still looking over and, like, no one's walking over. Like, you can't, if you're on the field, you can't walk over. Like, your little game's going on. But usually it's, like, whoever's not in the game, it's your responsibility. Usually the team that's batting, Mm -hmm. your your players have to go get the foul balls. Mm -hmm. Nobody's coming over. If that's not the case, if it's a team that doesn't have a lot of players or something, they just have enough, you know, parents or there's kids that run around. No one's coming over the whole time. So we're like stopped our practice. We're kind of waiting for a while. Yeah. What's to do with this ball? And then finally the, one of that parent that caught the other one that was like they were practicing. Yeah. Just like I'll give it to me. I'll take it over. And so we kind of toss it over him. This, this is a third party. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Because <laughs> we're like fenced in. So we we couldn't just hand it to somebody. We had yes. to throw it out yeah. of where we were. And so my strong opinion is. You're responsible for your foul balls. Like yes. you, you can't just rely on everyone else that around. They're gonna make their way back to your super important yeah. game. This is not the major league baseball yes. game where you just foul it off and you're like, well, I don't know where that ball is going. I'm yeah, gonna keep gonna keep batting. Like, no, 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 someone has to go get those. You're disrupting other things that are yes. going on. You know, we would do the same thing. If we hit a ball over there, be like, somebody go get that ball. Yes. You know, and usually there's a kid walking over with it. Like, hey, here you go. It's right. like. There's a little camaraderie that has to happen. I think that's a great one. It's super specific, but I think you can apply that. I think there's life lessons in that. Right. You're responsible for your own foul balls. It's just a good way to live your life. Like, there's certain people that can't go get the foul ball. Whoever's batting is not going to be like, I'll go get it. And then they stop. Like, certain people can't do it. But we got to acknowledge when that foul ball goes over, like, we need, somebody needs to go get that. It's your tribe. Figure and we're just it, figure it out. standing there like dummies. Yes. Looking around like, what? Does nobody want this ball? I was about to say, like, just keep it. Yeah. Like, just forget them. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to come get it. It's ours now. I'm with you. I think that's a great one. So get your own foul balls. I think that's a great one. Uh, mine is, is it, it, it's it's safety. It's, it's, it's a lot of things. This is my strong opinion. If you're walking or running at night, you have an obligation to wear something reflective. Oh, absolutely, right? Especially if you're choosing not to walk on the sidewalk, which is fine. If you're good, if you're walking in the street, I should say. If you are walking in the street and it is dark, meaning it is anything less than sunshine outside, mm-hmm. you have an obligation. Otherwise, get on the sidewalk, which is fine. But if you're going to walk on the street, which is also fine, you have to wear something reflective. You have to. It's so scary out there. Well, and if... You as a driver hit that person, it's your fault. Right. And they could be wearing pitch black. I see it all the time. And what about when it's foggy? Think about that. Oh, man. Well, usually I'm not on the road if it's too foggy. But it's not, you know, and and God love the people who wear the the bright blinking stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, that person is ser- they're serious about staying safe. They're serious about exercise because they've been down. They've, they've done this enough. Like, that's the right move. I'm not asking for that. I don't think you have an obligation to wear that. But at the very least, something with a reflective strip on it. And everybody's shoes have something, which I think saves lives all over the place. The blinky shoe. Why, why don't all shoes blink? I don't mean the blinky ones. I mean, most shoes, even on the logo, have just uh, a little yeah, bit a little of reflective thing, which is... Uh, you know, thank God that they're doing that when they make those shoes. I think that I literally think that's saving lives. But put something else on. You know, they make those straps you can just kind of put on or a yeah. belt or something. Wouldn't it be nice though if your shoes you just had a little switch? 
You're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn my night. blinkies on. That's a great idea. That's Blink. great, too. It's not all the time. Yeah. You're not an infant. You're not a child. No. But every once in a while, you're like, I need to blink. It's nighttime. I'm exercising. You're at the Cardinal game. Yes. Trying to find somebody and be like, could you just turn your shoes on? And then you're blinking. Yeah. Like, I see him. I see him now. He's blinking. I can find them. I gotta make a phone call. I like that. That's a great idea, right? Uh, yes, it's a great oh, idea. You're full you. of them today. So let's, yeah, let's do that. Let's, I see it. these people all dark, nothing reflective, in the street, not the sidewalk, and headphones on, and it's just you're you're asking for trouble. And like you said, the the poor person that can't see you and does hit you or something is they're, they're gonna they're at fault. Yeah, well, I mean everyone's paying the price at that point. But anyway, that's it. These yeah, are follow good. Follow the money on that. Follow the money. Great. All right. Those are our strong opinions. Courtney, obviously not here today. She's uh, dealing with not having a voice, which happened over the weekend, but I'm sure she'll have a strong opinion ready for us tomorrow. Because I think last time she missed a Monday, on Tuesday she came in and she made us do strong opinion because she had one oh, that she have... really wanted to get off her chest. Yeah. I mean, she was she was busy this weekend uh, with the show and stuff. She will she will have some. I'm sure she's got something. Yes. So yes. we may have a, an encore performance of... <laughs> of uh, uh, strong opinion tomorrow, but that's it for today. Uh, to strong opinion brought to you by T.R. Hughes. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes brought to you by Carroll House Furniture. Do you realize you spend more time on your mattress than anywhere else? Treat your body right and buy a new mattress at Carroll House because you like nice things to sleep on. Hey, Lisa in St. Peter's is going to play. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited. Well, cool. You Your options are limited today. So uh, Courtney is out today, so you just have to play against either myself, Brando, or Tim. You you beat us. You win those tickets to go see Shania Twain at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on 6-4-23, whatever month that is. <laughs> <laughs> Sound good? I'm ready. Let's go with Tim. Tim. All right, Lisa. You're on the hot seat here. So <laughs> All right, Lisa. Here is song number one. Is it like never gonna let you go? No, not really. But it came out at a similar time. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me hear it again, one more time, please. Oh, it's Madonna. It is. Yeah, it is. There it is. It's like hardwired in your blood somewhere. Like, oh, Madonna. I know Madonna songs. Way to go, Lisa. You got it. You're one for one. Let's see how you do in song number two. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, it's an easy one, right? Easy, easy. Good job. Born in the USA. Lisa, you're almost Hall of Fame quality here. You're two for two. (laughs) Legit. Let's see if you can get song number three. Oh, my husband's going to kill me for not knowing this one. One more time. What is it? Can I ask a question, Lisa? Yes. What is it it about that song that you don't recognize and yet know your husband will be disappointed if you don't get it? Because it sounds like something Van Halen. Okay. Uh, Gotcha. Uh, there's There's a pretty good clue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you. I think I think this will get you to the answer. Uh, band is named after a continent. The band is named see if after you know a your, continent. See if you still know your geography from grade school. Kind of. It's been you a get, long time. You get nine guesses. <laughs> <laughs> band is named after a continent. What is North America, South America, Antarctica, 
I'm like going through my continent. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. <laughs> that's how you're going to get there. Australia. Europe. Great, great guess. Go great east. Guess. A little more earth. What's the big one to the right? <laughs> it's the biggest one, isn't it? Yes. I know. I should know this. You got, know you got China over there. Yeah. And Asia? There oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> it's tough in the heat of the moment. <laughs> Great Lisa, job. you got there. You're the winner. You got a pair of tickets to go see Shania Twain Yay. at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater uh, June 4th this year. Which is going to be a great show. So congratulations, yes. Lisa. Hold on one Thank second. Thank you. Her, her, You're welcome. Her husband will be angry because he is uh, a huge so Asia fan and a geography teacher. Yes. So it'll be. It's like so we're not speaking yeah. uh, for a while. Uh, but you did it, Lisa. Hold on one second. I'll get some information from you. We will play first five notes again tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. So many texts to get to. We appreciate you guys sending those texts. Uh, you can send them anytime. Shaney, window and door text line 314 669 4665. So much good stuff. Had a great night Saturday. So much fun. Everything was well done. Love the finally Friday with the band. Uh, with four kids, we don't get out that much, and it was a great date night. How about the Sklar Brothers? For the next laughs at the Lincoln. Oh, that would be fun. That's a great suggestion. They're busy guys. They're very busy guys. That's true. Uh, a lot of people weighed in. We talked about the uh, Native American, the crying Native American commercial has having been retired. It was bought by a Native American tribe, or they, yeah, they, they, they got they the rights. It. Yeah, I'm not sure how. And they're retiring it. People said we said we thought that person was an actual Native American, but a lot of people have said no. Yeah, that that he's guy got was Italian. Like a Native American name. He so I his fell name. for it. Apparently, the parents were born in Sicily, oh. and he was not. So maybe that's why it's an issue. <laughs> effective. Probably. It was an effective. It worked on me. Yes. I fell for it. Littering in uh, Sicily also went down, though, so it's everybody wins. <laughs> uh, Super Cindy texted in and said, great job putting together the show Saturday night. Uh, my husband isn't into these things, so we didn't do much meet and greet. Afterwards, we'd wish we'd talk to you, Tim, to tell you in person how much we both enjoyed Punk Rock Christmas. My husband would have chatted a lot then. I haven't seen him so excited about a show ever. We're looking forward to going to many more and also looking forward to more laughs at the Lincoln. She says she looked at the crowd Saturday. I said to my husband, this is my community. They were all strangers, but I talked to Kayla when we were the first ones there. It was like we knew each other. It made it easier for this introvert to chat with others. We all must share the same sense of humor to be huge fans of your show. Well, that's wonderful. So nice. And I I mean, such a great vibe, and I'm lucky to experience that with with Ludo shows, but 100%, there's the same thing going on with the Great Taste Gang, where it's, Mm -hmm. they enjoy us, and it's funny, whatever, but they also enjoy meeting and connecting with each other so much. And we're so lucky to kind of be at the center of that. But yeah, a lot of that going on Saturday night, which is cool. Yeah, and and you get 100% of the credit for putting it together. Courtney and I, we just basically showed up, Chris, same way. That's all your planning and making that happen. Well, I made a few phone calls, that's it. And people wouldn't show up if the show wasn't good, and that's you guys. So, anyway, it it was awesome, and I appreciate the kind words about uh, Punk Rock Christmas, which we're hoping to do again this year. Uh, Grandma Wendy texted and said, we had such a great time Saturday night at the Lincoln Theater. Everyone around us was laughing from the beginning to the end, and that ending was spectacular. So glad to see Courtney there playing the cowbell and Greg <laughs> on the clarinet. Yeah, LOL. We didn't mention that she was playing the cowbell, did we? Yeah, we totally forgot about that. <laughs> you know what's funny? So Kevin, who who, who played drums, uh, brought a drumstick for her to play the cowbell, and then I bought the cowbell. So then it's over, and she gives me the cowbell back, and I'm like, thanks. And I put it in my pocket, and then she goes to give Kevin the drumstick back, and he goes, Noah, 
You've earned that. I want you to have that. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, I guess I got to give her this cowbell too, which I'm glad I did. And I have to get her permission to post this. But one of the best things I saw Saturday night was at Copper Fire. The band was rocking. They were playing some poison, and Courtney took the cowbell and drumstick out and just helped herself and was just joining in, and they loved it. So it was, it was nice that we gave her those things because she was armed and ready. She had, so uh, She had things to work with with us. She had props. Yes. Keep, keep an eye on the Instagram page. That's going to get uh, posted, and it's going to be great. At the Courtney Show STL on Instagram. Uh, First-time texter here, Brando. I'd get so, – oh, this is – we talked about Costco earlier and how they're always – Asking you to elevate your oh, membership. Yeah. They did for years, yeah. This is really interesting. First time texter here. Brando, I'd get so stressed every time a Costco employee would harass me about upgrading my membership. I finally asked the employee scanning my items how to make it stop. He marked the back of my card with a permanent marker, and that seemingly put an end to the madness. Really? Yes. They, I think I must have said something rude at some point because they literally don't ask me at all anymore. But they, it used to be, and I think part of it is, I don't think they... I don't think they're as aggressive about it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think when you would scan, it would come up like, hey, yep. this guy ought to get a... And it wasn't like the, the checker. There was like a floater yes. going around. And then they would see it and they'd, they'd like, whoop, and they'd grab you. Yep. And it happened over and over again. And then now, nothing. No one bothers me anymore. So yeah, maybe either they've stopped doing it or I got so annoying right. that they put a mark on it like... Don't ask this guy. He's a real jerk about it. So if anybody else <laughs> knows about that or you work at Costco, text us and tell us, uh, tell us what the deal like, is. Now I think like I probably should upgrade to it. Yeah, and they're like, not going to ask you anymore. But, and then if I've got like such like a still a chip on my shoulder about yep. it, like, no, I'm not doing it yet. Uh, so many great texts about the question of the day. The question of the day was about uh, what have you found and then made some sort of effort to get back to the original owner? Or, mm-hmm. you know, how, how about someone reaching out to you? I got a bunch of them. We'll try to get to as many as we can. Uh, somebody said, many, many moons ago while visiting my BFF in Florida in my mid-20s, I lost my wallet with my ID, credit card, social security card, and $20 in cash after a night of beverageinating. <laughs> uh, we tracked it down a couple days later and it was returned to me with Everything minus the $20. I said I'd happily pay that 20 bucks to have all that other stuff back. Somebody else said, I once found a debit card near the fountain sodas at a gas station and no one else was around. I took it to the bank. It was issued to since they would have all the information to get a hold of the person. That's really thorough. Yeah, nice job. That's Blair from O'Fallon. Uh, morning, boys. So this is a little long, but it's a good one. My daughter lost her class ring. It said glass ring, but I put it together. It said <laughs> class ring later. It's dangerous. Uh, we were in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. One of the places that we stayed was a campground. When we got home, we realized she didn't have the ring. We looked everywhere and never found it. About six months later, my sister-in-law called me and asked if Katie had lost her ring. As it turned out, one of my sister-in-law's friends stayed at the exact same spot no in Colorado way. and found the ring in the campfire. Uh, oh my The daughter gosh. went to St. Joseph Academy. The ring's very specific, so a lot of St. Louis people recognize it. Uh, Katie's name was inside. The sister-in-law's friend remembered that she had new people at St. Joe. Reached out. Still can't believe that we found her ring. That, that someone they knew found it in Colorado. Yeah. And they were at the exact... Think about how many camp sites there are. And the campfire itself, too. And in the fire. That is bananas. Uh, that is from Karen. No nickname yet from St. Charles. Uh, she also said... 
Had such a great time Saturday. You all are the best. Wow, that's incredible. Co-pilot Carrie said, uh, years ago, I found a diamond ring in a big, heavy 18-carat yellow gold setting while getting into my car in a Target parking lot. I knew it was real, so I went into customer service to tell the manager I found something and left my number so someone would call me, describe it in detail, and then meet me somewhere for a return. So she had a whole plan, because if you just give it out... You hand a ring over, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll put it in the bin. Right. Whatever. Nobody called after several months, which is, that's such a, that's thorough. Uh, I had... It fell off your finger. You may have no idea when it happened. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And would you, I don't know that I'd even think to call Target and just hope somebody had turned in. Anyway, nobody called after several months. She had it remade to replace her wedding ring. Her jeweler said it would would have cost her $10,000. That was 25 years ago, so maybe now more to replace it. That oh is my crazy. gosh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, you don't want to just leave that. 1.5 but- carat nearly flawless solitaire. I'll never lay my rings in my lap to put lotion and on in the car ever again. That's what she thinks. Oh. As as, yeah. Uh, Carol from Darden Prairie said, when I was in college, a friend and I found a $100 bill folded at the Steak and Shake in Crestwood. Being uh, good kids, we turned it into the manager for the owner to claim. We proudly went home and told my parents of our good deed. My parents were both like, yeah, the manager went home with an extra $100 in his pocket that night. It's a a tough one. Uh, I'll keep going. About 15 years ago, I drove away from the gas station with my wallet on the roof of my car. For whatever reason, I didn't have my driver's license in it, but I had my credit cards, cash, and my bar card. The, the one I get to, to prove that I'm a real lawyer. I thought for sure I was never going to see it again, but about a week later, I got a call at my office. Someone had found my wallet, looked up my bar number on the Missouri Bar website. My firm was listed, and they called it so we could meet up for return. Everything was still inside. I've never forgotten the kindness and effort that person went through yeah, no to kidding. return my wallet. I really loved that wallet. <laughs> That's some effort. I'm, I'm amazed by like the levels that people go to. Yeah. Uh, many years ago, my husband found a MacBook laptop on a bench outside his work. He brought it in and left it at the front desk to, to it said where they had found it. It sat for several months. No one claimed it, so he got to keep it basically new, computer back, and no nothing identifying on the files. Because what they say to do is you look for a resume, and that's probably going to have somebody's uh, contact information if you find it. Yeah. Uh, 13 who's years not, later. Who's they, not missing that? I know. I know. Makes you wonder if it was something shady going on. Yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, well, do man, there's a lot of good. We ones. can do some tomorrow too. Tomorrow yeah, we morning, can save it for tomorrow. I'll do. I'll do one more because uh, this is from Hickey Natalie, and I just like saying that. <laughs> Hickey Natalie from Caseyville. So my daughter was nannying four years ago, and this dog, she sent a picture. Adorable dog was running down the street. She didn't know what to do with it, so she put it in her car for a couple hours until she could leave. She took it to see if it was chipped, posted on all the appropriate lost pet sites, and no one claimed her, even though she clearly belonged to some. She became Stella, and it's frightening to this day how much these two are meant to be together. That was four oh. years ago. Man, they're best friends. You feel bad for whoever lost the dog. I know. If you've got text stories like that, well, we're going to hit some more tomorrow or anything else you want to share, give us a text. Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Hey, we did it. We did it. It's a Monday, which always feels like you've accomplished something when you get through a Monday. I agree. I don't know why that is. And then Courtney's not in today, obviously. Courtney's not in. We're a little a little tired from the weekend, from Saturday night. But it gave Just us a scope. Gave us a lot to talk about. Yeah, I think it's a fun fun day today. A lot of great texts today. Great job, everyone, on the Cheney window and door text line. 
we'll have, I think, probably some of the leftover texts for tomorrow, I'm guessing, yeah. uh, from the lost things and things you've done to re- uh, get them back or whatever the case or get back to you. Yep. Um, hopefully, Courtney comes back to us tomorrow. We'll just see how she's feeling. If she still doesn't have a voice, there's not much she can do here. Right. Yeah, she might as well. <laughs> we could, I, I suggested over the weekend, I said, you know, we had that program that we used when Nikki was in and she couldn't talk. I forgot about that. And we just, she would just type it in and let it, let it speak. So I think if tomorrow she can't speak, she still ought to just come in and yeah. just type it out. and It'll make for a long show. Right? That would be fun. Yeah. Or, I or hope fun. it's back. But not yet. The delay of her, like, insulting us yes. would be worth it. Right. Like could, getting angry at us. We could get through an entire entire tiny Elvis sketch before she's even That's able true. to. I tell could just us turn her stop. down. Yes. Yeah, when yeah. she got angry. Like, ah, the stop. computer. Just yeah. turn the computer off. Sounds great. Can't hear nothing. Uh, Courtney out today, but uh, so the blog is not as uh, thick as it normally is, but there's actually some good stuff up on there today. Jack Black's video where he's basically auditioning to be Superman or pretending to be Superman. That's on the blog today at 1065thearch.com. All of the awards winners from the SAG Awards last night, that full list is there if you want to check it out. And uh, some trailers. We talked about that U2 documentary with David Letterman. The trailer for that is up on the blog as well. And then the picture of the what Ricky Gervais has for his rider. That's up on the blog today too, which is, is pretty funny. But that's it for today. We're running a little long, so we need to get out of here. But before we do, we have our song of the day. Great and Taste Gang song of the day brought to you by Appliance Discounters. Yeah, shop GE Appliances and other brands at appliancediscounters.com for pricing that beats all the competitors every day. Uh, request your Great Taste Gang song of the day at 1065thearch.com. Today it comes to us from our buddy Tim Weir. He picked a great one. It's Men Without Hats, which is not at all what's going on in here when, <laughs> when it's Brando and I it's on the true. show. It is, it is Men With Hats <laughs> for with sure. Hats. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Men Without Hats is the song today. It is the safety dance, your great taste gang song of the day on The Courtney Show. Guys, thanks for listening to The Old Boys. We'll be back tomorrow with Courtney herself. Have a great day.